0: at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for Tracker Boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger Boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good God morning and welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. i de- Captain Kevin Favor sitting in with Lagerman, Captain Kirk, Chris Wayne spinning the hits, and we've got a special guest, Mr. Logaman Senior. Pops. 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 Senior Hops here. Yes, I like it. I like Finally it. Finally some class I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez,
1: in this man. studio. Oh
2: my in this studio. Gosh. Right, right, right. Oh, really, isn't it, Chris? Not even 7 hey, I don't
3: want to hear it, Mr. Snarky. You were all up in my business from the very get. You walked That's in. A- See, here's what Yeah, he has
0: been in your business this morning. He
3: was. See, he came in and his hair was all combed and shampooed and stuff and I think. Are you running for office Kurt? I am.
2: Office of the President.
4: Okay. He, sm- he got he had a little smell
3: good on his. He did. Yeah, he I, does, I mean, man. he's
0: got a, man. He's looking good. Father's See what man. I mean? Yeah, yeah
3: he thinks he little all pompous now. Or yeah, so. I mean,
0: dude, I can get up in the morning and put my hat on, brush my teeth, and I'm get my coffee and I'm coming. Is is I, you, I didn't even know you brushed spice? your teeth. Is that, is that old spice? What do you got
1: on?
2: Oh man, come on, Aqua Velma. Come on, yeah, no.
0: is that octane ninety two? All
1: right, we got. That's funny. We got to know what it is.
2: That's that's
1: eighty nine
4: proof. 89 proof it's called 89 proof 89 yeah proof gate
2: 8, 89
4: proof okay. <laughs> come on now for real what is it i don't
2: know i just what do you, <laughs> you got don't know wife just buys it throws it on the counter says here put this on It, slap makes it this smell good." So okay slap this L- on.
4: little wife smell good all <laughs> yeah. right some eau de la skunk smell water good. i'll do like whatever it. you say
0: it's not very often, everybody. Somebody smells good in this. Uh, not on a Saturday morning. <laughs> no. That's true. used to no, yeah. come in. Uh, did you have a drink last night, Joe? <laughs> uh, maybe a few. <laughs> you know,
2: all cranky. <laughs> you know. Hey, did yeah. you forget to
4: brush your teeth,
2: this <laughs> boy? Well, I tell you, we've had a few of those in here. Woo, yeah, son. Or Saturday
3: morning is full. Oh, did, Mexican last night. did Y'all see the
0: lightning <laughs> to the north? Yeah. Yeah, I was right there on the radar. I was like, wow. Oh, okay. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Saint Simons is getting hammered. I yeah. saw a posting by Tim Cutting already this morning who fishes out of Saint Simons. Our old friend uh, used to work for yeah. Coon Coon Florist, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I can't leave the dock. Look why?" And it's yeah, oh, they've boy. been getting a lot of rain and and some really heinous weather up Man, there. Yeah, that's, that's some bad stuff. Well, we got we
4: got a busy show. So we're, we got SBU. weather forecast. We got tides report. Uh, we're gonna talk to Mr. Paul Dozier today. Yeah, to yes, ca- kind of. Get a little wrap
0: yep. recap on last
2: week.
4: Yeah, on the old school kingfish tournament, we're uh, we're gonna have a.
0: Can we have Gordon do the cooking tip again this week? That would be
3: fantastic.
4: You know, I used his cooking tip this week. <laughs> oh, you did. I did. Okay, I did. And did you uh, use the, the
5: tip
3: or the whole thing.
4: Um, <laughs> the tip. The tip. The the tip. horse the, in the fifth. Yeah, yeah. but I, I I did the meatloaf this week. It was outstanding. And uh, and then we have a very special guest on. You know, the cool thing about the old school kingfish tournament is that there's been great stories year after year. Yeah. And winners have been great stories because I don't want to say it's uh, the smaller boats, whatever you want to call it. Everybody has a chance in cool. that tournament. And everybody has a chance also, not just from a fishing standpoint, for winning it, but also from being a lucky ticket winner of the Nimnik lucky ticket yeah, winner, $10,000. Your goal is to at least
0: get in the drawing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You
4: know, Catch mean, a fish, take a picture, right. send it in, and you're in the drawing.
2: You're in the drawing. And you just have to be there to win. Yeah, and there have, is a
4: great story about <laughs> Sam Spinks who won the story.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And we're going to have him on That's cool. today. He's going to call, and we're going to call him at about 845, and and he's going to share a story. And he's, he's a busy man today.
0: Oh, yeah. He's a very busy man. He's a
4: busy man today, but it's a great story. Well, he's $10,000 richer. Ten. 10 G's, richer, <laughs> and and boy, you talk about timing.
1: It's, pretty, oh. it's, it's a great
0: story when I, I yeah. um because I, I, I'll be very honest with you, I had forgotten that it was that the uh, little party afterwards was the awards was at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm always thinking you know three or four, but Paul's thinking you know it's afternoon thunderstorms, so thank goodness. Jeff Stam had, had called me, and said, "Hey, reminded what, you? What, yeah, what time are you going?" I said, "I don't know. What, what time been, is it?" That would have
4: been funny if Kevin's yeah. name was drawn. He wasn't there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you, <laughs> and, think, and, you think you think you would have had a hard time living uh, that down?
2: I'd give you well, heart, there's, and, heartburn. And, and,
0: and, and the thing was, I was like eleven o'clock. You know, oh my God, you know, because we it's it's a long day. Mm. Saturday the day was before, a, and, yeah. and and all only that. But Kirk and I had fished five days prior to that. So then you throw a six day tournament in mm-hmm. Sunday morning. You were you were not in the best of shape. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I'm like, let, and then I go, if I don't show up and they draw my name, I mean, that would be years, years and years of the outdoor show, uh, you know, we'd um, start
4: to show with it every day. That's every right. day.
0: <laughs> That's right. every day. Yeah. You would, <laughs> right. you would. Yeah. I
3: mean, that'd be How's like that 10 grand. Yeah. Oh. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like you not order. getting the Calcutta or throwing away a, <laughs> have to get a, a, a no, a no spot redfish. That's right. Yeah. You know, I mean, so there's it, that, that would be worse though. Yeah, it would be way it worse. It would be worse than that. Because those. because you busted your rear end yeah. to get into That's right. you know, that position. And because that, and because we are and, and I live in St. Augustine. Well and,
4: <laughs> and and also, okay, the who who didn't show the one time? Doctor cross Doctor Cros oh. He just oh. didn't know. Yeah.
3: He's never living in Dr. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's never gonna <laughs> live sorry, it down. Doc. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but we had the lesson learned from Dr. Krosko, we did so it would have been like double fold, double whammy on you. Uh, for oh, not, it would
2: be no question for not going. Yeah, he just didn't know. You know and then uh, Freudian I, slip. I get it.
4: We we got lots of uh, stuff to share, and and uh, I know you guys got some great stories from the week, great stories from the tournament. Yes, and and I have a I have a moment that I have to admit to. And I haven't told senior you guys a
2: story. Did you have a senior no, moment? No, I,
4: I had a moment this week, Kirk. Uh-oh. And it's not. Uh-oh. It's happening.
2: Uh, I love logging Over the moments. 50.
3: Yeah. These is, are my
2: favorite.
4: This is right up there with sticking an arrow in my leg.
2: Oh. oh. Sweet. Yeah. I've got a really good story, too, that Chad, Carl, uh, Chad Starling shared with me yesterday about, you know, we've always talked about taking bows out and shooting fish. And it is legal to be able to do that, take your yeah. compound bow out and Great story, though. It is just, it's hard to believe. It really is. It's crazy. You got a it's story? Story, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. is it, did he give you permission? Yeah, I asked him. He said, yeah, get it, spit it out. He <laughs> said, spit it's it classic. out. Okay, we got classic.
0: all kinds classic. of stuff. Yeah, so good
4: it's good. And uh, and by the way, it's Father's Day weekend. Yeah. And look, yeah. happy Father's, happy Father's day. day to all of us. Ooh, yep. Mm, yep. All of us. Okay. And all, then you guys- all of you out there listening. Yep, throw Happy all your Father's old ties. Day! We're we're big believers in celebrating fathers. Yep.
2: Yes. Agree. Yeah. Fathers are very important. I'm going to yep.
0: celebrate pretty hard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, get your uh, throw away all your yeah. old ties and yeah. old underwear because you're getting some new stuff tomorrow. And nice. see Father's Day <laughs> <laughs> the- underwear.
0: So Is that how it right? always works. Yeah. What you get? Oh, I got a tie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, nowadays,
4: nowadays, underwear. hey, look, there, there's underwear that are out there now that are like worthy of Father's Day. Caps. I agree
0: with that.
3: Yeah, right? that's true.
2: Yes.
4: I mean, back in the day when it was just the old whites, the yeah, old BBDS, the white...
2: yeah, the old tidy. What?
4: Whiteys, that man. was not a cool thing to get underwear. Right? But you got yeah, it.
2: Right. You just got it. What'd
4: but nowadays you get? Uh, with the fabrics and yeah. the you know taking care of you know the, the so boys. Yeah, I
3: mean, yeah, they're
1: they're
0: underwear. not three ninety nine for
1: a three. No, no, they're, they're not.
3: No, nope. You got to pay a premium to take care of the boys. They
4: are not. No question. But my my I already got an early
2: Father's Day gift. And Yeah, we noticed. No, you don't know what it is. Oh, I thought I thought you got another thing. A grill. No, I did not get another 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 grill. grill. (laughs) A lot of people thought
4: because of the post on our Facebook Instagram page that I got another kayak. And everybody's thinking, Oh my gosh, Jeff's getting a kayak for Father's Day. One for each foot. No, that was just a. Can you guess what Jeff got for Father's Day? Well, oh, my Father's right. Day gift that I got already is partly related to my little mishap this week.
0: Okay, uh, and 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 by the way, I don't think you could top last year's Father's Day gift.
4: Which was side by side? Oh no, that was Christmas.
0: Oh, that was Christmas. That was oh, yeah, Christmas. What, what, wow. what the hell did you get for two your years, birthday two years ago? <laughs> oh
4: wow, wow, <laughs> that was two years ago side by side. By the way, that that might be the best christmas present
0: they're awesome
4: i mean yeah. but I, I don't know i mean the gi joe headquarters back in the day when dad tried to hide it and i saw a peek of it in the back of the car in mm-hmm. the trunk yeah that's right uh that might have been the greatest ever you know that of the gi joe's kung fu grip mm-hmm. but the came <laughs> the <laughs> with the
2: samurai sword mm-hmm. did you guys have gi joe's Heck yeah man did you have the kung fu grip i had cherry bombs we blew them up <laughs> <laughs> before you guys got a chance to touch them man we were having fun with them uh. things man Put
0: it oh, in the sand. Oh, goodness.
2: really I
4: mean, we, we got some stories to share. There's no doubt. We got some, some good stories to share. And uh, part of my mishap, there's a, there's a learning curve. You know what I mean? As far as I hope that people can learn from my mistakes. Oh, you're and, paying it forward. Yeah, and seriously, I hope that they can seriously learn from my mistakes so that if something were to happen similar to them, that they can say, hey, man, I'm really glad that Jeff shared that story because it saved me X, all right? So anyway, wow. Uh, Papa G is calling in. and Early, his- I like it. Calling in early, so let's go to him. Good morning, Papa G.
6: Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning. Good. Hey, listen, man, I, uh, it's Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to all of y'all. And, uh, Thank you. And I'm a, I'm a daddy as well, so uh, I got to tell you, I got a great gift the other day for my son. A brand-new pair of tidy whities you, you know, go. At, at, Well, at, at my age, you know, I'm 63 years old, and uh, I had a lot of skid marks in the old ones, so <laughs> oh, I dear. got some brand-new ones.
3: Uh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Happy Saturday morning to you. <laughs> yeah, well, Well.
6: well listen, I, I really called in to thank Mr. Lagerman, Papa Lagerman, man. Thank you so much. For the gift of Jeff. I don't know what you fed that boy growing up, but I'm sure you had to have a second job just to feed him. <laughs>
7: but uh,
6: a very, a very, very great young man that, that you and your wife raised there. And uh, he gave us a lot of memories here in Jacksonville, sir. So a special happy Father's Day to you. Okay.
4: Awesome.
0: Awesome. Thank he said thank you. Yeah. yeah and he uh, said thank and, and you. by the way, you, you, there's there's going to be way more memories coming from Loggeman. I can't wait. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: hope.
6: <laughs> yeah. Y'all have hope. a good day. I'm gonna go put on my new skivvies. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Papa Jim. Yeah, but
4: the tidy whities. Do you, I, mean, tidy whities do you, I mean, does anybody wear tidy whities still anymore?
3: I didn't even know they sold them anymore.
4: Yeah, they, do. Oh, do, they do. Oh, they got them. Really? They got them. They got them.
3: There's so many kinds. So many different kinds. I actually went shopping for some not too long ago, and and it took me a while to figure out exactly what configuration I wanted. Because they got like the boxers and then they got the boxer briefs and then they have like the athletic ones and then they have the ultra athletic ones and they're all different. I'm like, what in the what
2: is that? What fool though decided to make underwear white? I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, t shirts, Uh white. Why? Yeah. Make them black. Well, yeah. I, no. I no, 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 gray. No,
4: okay, no. Well, yeah. wait a minute now. But, uh, wait a okay. minute. Well, t-shirts uh, white is okay because if you went back to
2: dress clothes, wear dress code yeah, in business, wearing a tie it was
4: typically a white suit dress shirt. For Twenty yeah, years. Okay, yeah. the yeah. colored dress shirts didn't come about probably until. The seventies. But come on, man. Okay. White underwear. I don't know what? I'm totally in agreement. They <laughs> what, sh- the heck? what color should they be? What?
3: what the, what's wrong well, with you people? You know damn well brown. When they're clean. They
0: should brown. be
2: brown. So under bleach. <laughs> they should underwear should have been sold brown. a lot of bleach <laughs> or black. <laughs> should have sold a lot of bleach. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They were a good. Maybe, maybe that was yeah.
3: a cahoot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a conspiracy. It was. very well might have
2: been something wrong with that picture. Anyway,
4: anyway. Um, old school kingfish tournament.
2: Did you guys catch any fish? We did. We did. We did. Okay. We did. We had we but, had a good time. It was it wasn't easy. I can tell you that. It was a lot of a lot of moving around. <laughs> you know, trying to figure figure where they were at.
4: We had we you know, we had got lucky. You know, Dave Edwards was up near yep. Fernandina. He was fishing up there. Kirk, you were fishing around Mayport area. That's right. Kevin, you were fishing around St. Augustine area. So up we up had we had three guys kind of covering the area, and, yeah. and when we got off the air, nobody had caught a fish. Yep.
8: yep. No.
0: No, hell no. 10 we hour didn't, hour. Get a, we no. didn't get a bite until right. 1 o'clock. Yeah. I mean,
4: not a bite. Which was – Wow. Yeah. I, was, I was very surprised. <laughs> That's a long <laughs> yeah. day, brother. Um, and I did notice that there were
2: uh, – how many places? 180-something, I, 180-something, I think, places how many places yeah how many, many places? places i think 189 boats came in
4: okay so i like, had like
0: 100. No, no 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 it was 250 and something that's so,
2: that's oh, pretty really good so, so, it, so weighed in pictures. out of
0: 500 50 so yeah, yeah, yeah 500, okay. it was 50%.
3: 521 i thought yeah, i read there was in. less yeah. that's yeah. pretty good
4: right i
0: mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean
4: on, on, a, on a tough tough bite yeah on a tough bite that's a great day yeah and uh we are going again going to have paul dozier but i mean just personal experiences for you guys did you guys have any problem getting bait? Did you guys have was, any issue? There was,
0: there was bait everywhere. Everywhere. We, I mean our our plan <laughs> I mean literally I've got a spot on a high tide that that I know that I can catch mullet. We pull up there there's two boats in there. And I told James I said I, I said I know that well I they don't know what they're looking for. Uh, it, they they I could just tell just let it settle down, and, and seriously, they moved out of there. We moved in there. I threw the net two times, and we had two dozen beautiful mullet. Good I mean, to go. A good to go. Let's go, James. We go out, the, the, and, and we're going south.
4: Now just real quick yep. question. Uh, Would you rather have those nice mullet? On or, the beach?
0: Or, I'd rather have mullet. Or over pokies. Yeah, mullet. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. And, and <laughs> the the bait had been just outside the north cut, and when we went by there, I, I, I don't know how many boats were there. I know Kirk said that in Hannah Park there was 100. There had to be 100 boats right there. I mean, and they were bowed astern. I don't know how the hell they were even throwing. They were all in their t- And I was just giggled, and we turned and went south. There was another school of bait right in front of the pier. I said, no, James, let's just keep going. We got south of the pier and found a school all by ourselves through the net one time. So we had, we had mullet,
2: we had pogies, and we had ribbon fish. We were good to go. No, yeah. we didn't have any problem catching bait. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I came out of the inlet, and we left the dock at 615 and turned out of the inlet about 625, mm-hmm. and then I got a text from Jeremy, and he said, uh, sea turtle, 17 feet, and there was 100 boats, like you said, right there in front of Hannah Park. I could not believe it. Yeah. It was a spectacle. It was. And I was like, look at that. I haven't seen that since, since the, the greater Jacks. Yep. And I was like, look in at that. In the 80s, that. yep. And they were all piled in there, throwing, and they were all bitching and moaning. There wasn't any bait in there, and nobody was seeing anything. And I walked down there with my boat and looked down. I said, "There they are." I dropped the net, filled up both live wells. I said, "Let's go." Oh, got enough for chum and enough to fish. Done. Yeah. And the ocean was rough. It way. was. Yeah, it was. It Started was out limpy. rough. It calmed down. Yeah. Oh, 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 it got. Yeah, beautiful. it calmed down. Yeah. All right, let's take a
4: break. Okay. We come back. Well, I want to hear the stories of uh, how you guys did, what your your game plan was, where you went. Uh, you don't have to be too specific Because I know that oh. there's another tournament coming up Yep okay. Yeah, you got the King Buster to King Buster Oh yeah, it's a mystery uh, so, where we fish So let's take a break here on the <laughs> Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor <laughs> Show Right here on 1010XL 10, 10 and 92.5 FM
3: Don't you say it Love Steely Day. Shut off. your mouth off <laughs>
4: Hey, if, uh, if you've been thinking about Storing your boat trailer With Stack'Em now is the time okay you're tired of looking at that trailer out in the yard okay and for all the the wives out there are you tired of seeing that old junky trailer in your yard okay you've been yelling at your husband or your neighbors Okay. all right here's a here's a great father's day gift call stack m storage and help get that trailer out of there and first month's rent is only one dollar one buck
2: okay they're gonna come pick
4: up that trailer wash it store it indoors do a safety inspection and bring it back to you when you need it. How can you beat that? You, you can't. So, Stack M Storage, if you want to get rid of that trailer, okay, call Pat at 962-9605. Again, that's 962-9605. All right, back here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, we are talking about the old school Kingfish Tournament. So, we've gotten to the point where both of you have gotten baked. Kevin, you're out of St. Augustine, isn't yep. it? And Kirk, you're out of Mayport, mm-hmm. and you just dropped the net. You got uh, everything I Plenty yep. chum and everything of pogies, Kevin. You got mullet, two dozen. Mm-hmm. So, so, what's the game plan, Kevin? Where did you go?
0: Um, all the MRI was south. Um, I had fished um north during the week, and um, I mean twice, and 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 spent about six hours to the north of the inlet and never had a bite Oof. on charters. Um, so it's not like I really wanted to go back <laughs> that way. Mm-hmm. But it, it, honestly, Jeff, it, and just like Kirk, Kirk hadn't fished the beach much either. I hadn't fished the beach much. I mean, I did, like I said, I, I went in there at the end of my charters and spent some time, or, or if it was too rough to go offshore, I spent some time. So I'm like, you know what? I, 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 I talked to James. I said, it, it, you know, we James have – James is your partner. Yeah, James. Two-man two fishing James. team, two right? Two-man fishing team. Okay. And how did the lines go? Shotgun? It, it, it's, it's shotgun, middle long, short, prop wash, downrigger. Got it. Okay. So <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. But, but it is it, the, the, the best thing. And Kirk and I do not get this very often. We always have to do everything, right? With, with James, uh, literally, I, I drive the boat. Yeah, I, I don't have to. I never touch You're a rod. Good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yep. that's, that's nice too. though. oh, it's fantastic. It really, especially it's, as
2: bumpy as it was. Yeah, exactly. Day. It was exactly. damn bumpy. And, and, my and, and
0: that was the other thing, Jeff. We really had intended to go a little further south, but mm-hmm. it was rough. Yeah, you know. And uh, we got down around Hammock Dunes, mm-hmm. and and everything. You know, I've caught fish there. I've caught plenty of fish there, and so we set them out. You know, the water looked good, and we were barking bait, and and there was Bonita around. Blah blah blah. There, there was a pile of boats to the south of us and a pile of boats to the north of us. We were kind of in between.
4: Perfect. Get you know, a little, and, get and a little and all space. Of, all
0: of that area is about the same. It's all coquina bottom. You know, mm-hmm. Kirk, Kirk knows that bottom. And anyway, we fished and fished and fished and fished and fished and we yeah, had a bite. Oof. I mean, I, I'm talking not even a scared
4: bait. And uh, at what time? Uh, to, we, you don't have a bite.
0: We... We stuck it out till about eleven thirty. Okay, and wow. so
4: so now it's eleven thirty. You haven't had a bite. We Haven't had a bite, and you're thinking and, and, we got to do something and,
0: different. And, but it's just like Kirk said earlier: there's not a bite of fish anywhere. And I talked about that when, when I did my report. You know, with with you guys on Saturday. Yeah, there's not going to be a bite of fish. Yeah, and and so you just got to stick it out. Mm-hmm. And James and I are very good, but we're like, you know what? Let's we need a change of scenery. I would have, I would have been changed the yeah. scenery. So so we, we ran back to a spot to the north that that we love to fish. I mean, it's one of our favorite places. And everybody, again, was to the south of us. So we, we put them out and... It, it, you, there was there was a color change in there, and I mm-hmm. love to have something to fish on. And there was a really well, you say nice...
4: color change, color Co- change in the water,
0: color change in the water. Was yeah. it, a do- it was,
4: so you're trying to fish right on the edge of the color change?
0: I I, I fish on the clean side. Okay, you know, and uh, shotgun bullet went off. And so we caught the fish, little fish, but we got a picture. Got a fish, you know. We got a fish.
4: Got in the Nimnik got a lot of, and, lucky yep. ticket winner.
0: Yeah, and, and, and obviously that helps your spirits to finally get a yeah. Flip you might and bite at one thirty. You, you know? might win
4: something. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Got him back out, and, and ten minutes later, ribbon fish went off uh, on the downrigger. So we're on a little, a
4: little you know, roll, a little
0: roll here, yeah. you know. And, uh, and catch that fish, and it was bigger. And so
4: ballpark, you know how big is bigger. So so the first one uh, weighed the, what? The
0: first first one weighed seven eight pounds. Okay, you know. Second one was twelve. Okay, you know. So we're we're gaining on it. Um, got a ways to go to win. Yeah, <laughs> you got a long ways to go. But but at least you're you know you feel like you're catching fish. And and then we caught. And then the tide switched. And when the tide switched, I lost my color change. Okay,
4: tide switched from. Uh,
0: it, it started uh, going in.
4: Okay, so it was outgoing, right. then it started to go
0: right. Yeah. Right, okay right. So I uh, once, once, and, and literally we caught one more shark after that, and that was it. Uh, once, once we lost that color change, um, it, it was over. It, it was over. Okay. Yep. So and
4: that was your day. That was it. Okay. And did you go to weigh in with a twelve pounder? No. no. No.
0: James is not walking up there with a twelve pounder. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't care if it cost us money. I was, I, am I was not walking up there with a twelve pounder. Yeah, like, I I, you know and, I, and I'm like. Uh, I'm good with that. We're, I was
4: I was looking the next day at the results. Yeah. And I'm looking, I'm looking for Kevin Favor, I'm looking for Kirk Waltz. Because I mean I knew that you guys had caught fish and I'm like
2: I don't, Mine was in there. It was I, under Bass. So and I knew that yours might
4: be under a different name, but yeah. I I knew Kevin's had to be under one of two names. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm Come going, out. um they didn't want to take theirs in a way in. Right. No, it's, <laughs> no. I get
2: it. Uh, uh, Kirk, how much is yours weigh? Uh, 17, eight. Okay.
4: Okay. So give us the story on yours. So you break so, out of the inlet, get some pogies. So and we got lucky. Go.
2: I pull up to the front of sea turtle, 17 feet of water. Like Jeremy said, I dropped the net, boom, get all I, I need. So I call him on the phone. I said, where are you headed? He said, I'm gonna go down and start at the red tops. And I said, you know what? I'll go try the Southeast hole. We've got some numbers on the inside of the Southeast hole. And I said, let's start there first. There was no boats there. And I pulled up, we put the lines out. 30, 40 minutes. Had nothing. a big jack. Yep. And I guess it was about an hour into it. The flat line, the shotgun line goes off, gets crushed. And I'm like, and he, and he smokes it. And I think, well, maybe. And so she picks up the rod and starts fighting it. And it starts pulling and it's pulling. I'm going, ah, that ain't a kingfish. <laughs> <It> ain't <laughs> it ain't a kingfish. Pulling yeah. like that is mm-hmm. a kingfish. Right. I, but I let him think it was Got you excited, though. You know, oh, I was, I was happy. For a minute. They were happy. They were happy. I was happy. So she got on the rod. She fought it for 35 minutes, kicked her butt. And who did you have on the boat? I uh, had Max Bass's family. So I had Junior, I had his daughter, her husband-to-be, and then a friend of Max Junior's, Matt, mm-hmm. which was actually a pretty good little fisherman. He okay. became my first mate. Okay, good. But um, she stayed on the rod for 35 minutes till it started killing her. And So she passed the rod off, and we got it up to the boat, and it was pretty big. Jack, probably 30, 35 pounds. Mm -hmm. You know how big they are and heavy and dense. And so we got a picture of it and released it. Everybody's all fired up. I said, well, we got a bite. That's right. Phone's blowing up. Nobody's getting even any bites. They're like, are you catching anything? And I'm like, well, we caught a jack. Yeah. 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 I'll take that right now. Mm -hmm. That's a start. So 30 minutes goes by. Downrigger goes off. Gets smoked. You know, we fight it up to the boat. Small black tip shark. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, there's another one. Mm Mm-hmm. We keep fishing, and another rod goes off, another shark, and I'm like, okay, we're done. No, no more sharks. Right. So we pick up and move to an area that's not far from the southeast hole, but it's not the chum hole yet. Okay, I've secret got a little, spot. Yeah, a little secret mm-hmm. spot. I got a little number on. We stop, and we fish there. Get a hit. I, the way it bit, I, th- I thought, it's got to be a shark. The way the bait came up, kind of mangled. I was like, that wasn't a kingfish. I said, we got to go. I said, there's nothing on this side of the inlet. Water was a little dusty looking. Yeah, exactly. It didn't look. It wasn't blue blue. So it, it, it King,
0: doesn't. It doesn't give you that warm and fuzzy feel.
4: No. So but I was So for you guys are water. always looking for really clean water. Right. I'm looking King for fish. clean water. Yep. Okay.
2: Like Kevin, I'm looking for a break. If right. I see a color break, I get kind of excited. About well, that. it stands
4: to reason. I mean, kingfish have big
2: eyes and they're predator fish. Mm-hmm. They got to see. That's how right. they. That's how they eat. Well, so. they want to eat. and I knew the tide change was coming up, so we ran to the north side of the inlet. And I, I've got a little area that I like to fish between Fort George and the buoys. And I threw the bait out in 32 feet of water, and I guess we trolled in there for 45 minutes. And I'll say, here, Carney, go! I got one, and the radio was so crisp and loud. I was like, he's close. Mm-hmm. I could tell from the radio reception that he was right on top of me. Mm-hmm. So I got on the phone and I said, I said, where are you at?
4: Kirk's Radio Fishing.
2: Oh yeah. And I said, he said. I'm, I'm on the north side of the chum hole and I looked up and I said, what colors your tee top? And he goes black and I could see him. He was a half mile in front of me. And I'm like, we're in the pretty right good. spot. Yeah. And I said, how big is it? And he goes, it's in the mid twenties. Tim's a pretty good judge of fish. So I said, if he said that that's I'll be close. So we kept trolling 45 minutes goes by, boom, shotgun line goes off. He smokes it. And I told her, I said, she took the rod and, and then gave it to Matt, Matt, Fought the fish to the boat and it, it looked like a good fish to me and you know me and judging kingfish i struggle with that right i don't know why it, it's just always something with me and we got it up to the boat and they're like how big and i go i don't know 20s mid-20s and, you know i gaffed it <laughs> i so, could see
0: in the picture i was going eh, 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 I, yeah <laughs> i threw it in the co- i threw it in the cooler I can't, I'm, I'm terrible yep. with that too yeah. and
2: everybody calls me and they so go well, You were know, thinking
4: mid-20s which is look that's Okay, that's I thought I thought it was a that's decent only 10 fish. Off.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was a decent fish. You know, and I saw so, so I heard Chris and he tried to call me and so finally I called Chris Stevens on the phone. I said, "This is where we are. We just got one and we had a second strike. We missed it." I said, "So there's some fish in here." I heard Terry on the frayed knot. He had one on a good fish. So I was like, "There's some fish in here. There's not a lot, but it seems like they're starting to bite a little bit." Mm-hmm. And my My experience with those beach fish, they come through in pods of twos and threes. Mm -hmm. You know, they swim together. I don't ever see a big giant knot of them, you know, like you do offshore where they're just knotted up and you're hand feeding them. It's rare that you see that on the beach, except that one time Kevin and I fished that one year. That was 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 freaking epic for for three
4: days. you thought it was mid-20s. What did it end up weighing? 17.8. Okay, so, I mean that's I mean if it came in at like twelve pounds, I'd be like Kirk, you suck. So I'd guess some fish You late. know, we got that one ice. That's down, not
2: bad. You no, know, and we fished, and th- we kept changing the baits out. Baits were getting tired, and I thought we got we got to go rebait. But then here come the thunderstorms, and about 1.45, five, two yeah. o'clock, one of them looped over in front of us, and went over on the south end of Amelia Island, and it looked like it was just going to roll up the coast. Well, then it turned. And it went dead east. Ooh. And then it sat off, of, off the chum hole right there, you know, just a little bit, I guess I would say south southeast of the Nassau Sound. Mm-hmm. And then it started curling. And I was like, God, that's not good. I said, it's coming up on top of us. And it had a lot of lightning. Yeah, it. it did. Yeah, and he's then the not one, good. And yeah. then the one came off the south end of the beach down where I live in Jack's Beach and came off and came off into the ocean. And it had a lot of heat in it. And I was like, man. I told the guys, I said, look, I don't mind the rain. I got a rain jacket. It's warm, but the, the lightning. Time to go. I can't handle it. So, so when you left there,
4: so you leave
2: it We left at 2 o'clock. You're leaving. I called Tim Carney and I said, it's going to be a cluster at the boat ramp. We got to go. Yeah. Right,
4: so, so you, you got to go to St. Augustine.
2: Yep. So I had a big old 94-quart cooler in the back of my truck. I gave, okay, it, to, so you, I gave it to Max, filled I'm it up perfect. with ice. Yep. I said, go and go. weigh go. it. I it. said, we might get lucky. I said, you never know. And if y'all want to win the ten grand, sit around. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's cool. Good, yeah, good. Thing. Did you have a representative? Yeah. The, the next morning award, at the awards. Uh, Max Bass. Yeah. Okay, Max was there. there. Yeah. So very cool.
4: Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah. All right. So we got the stories from from the Kingfish Day. All right, respectable. You yeah. caught fish. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. We had a good you know, time. Look, a lot had, of
2: people didn't catch fish. We no, so had a good time. We had one participant that got seasick. I was wondering how that went. Yeah, it was. You know, making it was, making it was the day okay. It was okay yeah,
4: in the morning time. It was. It was. No, it was but skunky. I mean, it, I mean, once, once something. I mean, t- I know that just we had the, to take one in and dump him. I was. That's my
2: question because
4: I mean I know how I am when I get seasick, dude. It's
2: you got to take me in. He he Oh, we're gonna fight. (laughs) Yeah. When he chucked twice, I looked at his wife to be and I said, Carolyn, we got to take him in. She's a nurse and she goes, you know, you're right. And he was tough. He's from Georgia. He was, you know, from uh, the former USSR. And nice guy, nice young man. Yeah, but that's like
4: not, Um, yeah, the future husband to be.
2: I can't even pronounce his name. But right. But
4: it's, that's like a as a man it's yeah. a man thing you're like you don't want to be the one that's he like, was tough let me tell you
2: what he stuck it out he sure. stuck it out but it, it just was too much all right we got to take a break yeah we do
4: uh 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us uh chuck is on the line he's got a kingfish tournament question we'll get to him right when we come back again right here on the nimnick buick gmc outdoor show Okay, by the way, we uh, we have to send out a huge congratulations.
0: Okay. Huge,
4: huge. Not huge. just not huge. just not just a little huge. We have to send out an absolutely monster congratulations to uh, Danny Smith and his wife. Yes. Oh
2: yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Uh,
4: Danny Smith works at Tire Outlet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you if you haven't met him, he's a great guy.
0: And, and, and he's like our go-to guy when we have a question now. Absolutely. I mean, seriously. If we have a question about a tire, I, 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 we call Danny. I called him on Thursday because I had to record a new spot for Tire Outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a pronunciation of Kumo Tires. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. How do you say it again? Kumo. Kumo.
4: How do you, how, how's it
0: spelled? K-U-O-M-O, I believe. K-U... No, there's an H in there, which is silent. That's why. It's K-U-H-M-O. So it could be pronounced... Pronounced, yeah, be wrong, yeah, it, pronounced.
3: it could be. pronounced. yeah, that would be wrong. But it could be pronounced. Ever I, since I, I took I, I, Kirk, Evelyn,
2: Kirk's I, rubbing I, off on I, you, Woodhead yeah. sped written course, my sped written as in
0: It could be cumho. I mean, there's a lot of things that could be, right? I was like, just be careful, don't go down the wrong road. But it's it's k u m h o. That was like, I
4: want to know how
0: to pronounce this tire, so I called Danny.
4: So anyway, Danny and his wife. <laughs> on Wednesday how you, how you pronounce this? <laughs> yeah, kind of something like that. <laughs> on Wednesday at twelve forty eight p.m. There's go.
2: no mercy on this radio no. show. No. no <laughs> okay. There's no. no <laughs> on mercy. Wednesday at yes. twelve
4: forty eight PM, Danny and his wife were blessed with Brody Kenneth Smith.
2: Yeah, congratulations.
4: Their first child. Yeah. So congratulations to to Danny and his wife. That's awesome. awesome. And uh we're so excited for, for him. Yes. And uh good deal, man. All right, uh, let's get Chuck in, and then we'll do a weather and a tides. Morning, Chuck.
5: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, happy Father's Day to you and all Thank the uh, outdoor community. Thank you. Uh, obviously. Yes, sir. And, uh, Jeff, I hope you're still enjoying those uh, corona lights on your boat. Um, but uh, I just had a question. Um I was born and raised in, here in Jacksonville. Grew up on uh, 32nd Avenue, South Jacks Beach. Um, what happened to the Jacksonville Kingfish Tournament? It just seems like it's an afterthought now. And I'll take your comments off the air.
4: I, I think that's a great question. Um, you, I mean, and obviously, a lot of things have changed over the years mm-hmm. economically. Um, 2008
0: and 2009 killed the Kingfish Tournaments.
4: Yeah. It, it just did.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, and to explain to people why.
0: It, well, because of the economy. The
2: economy it, in eight, it, and nine. It, you know, yeah, changed yeah. changed it. Yeah. I and mean, we had a lot of tournaments. We did. We had a lot of tournaments. Yeah, we we and probably had too many. And a lot of the guys were were uh, just couldn't afford to do it. Right. It's, well and,
4: and and here's here's why when you say it changed things. Okay, when you go to 2008, 2009, and the economy changed. Mm-hmm. The Greater Jacksonville was always kind of a week-long thing. It was. Okay, and that's a big commitment. Yeah. It's a big commitment time-wise. It's a big commitment financially. And so some of these other tournaments that were one day like, okay, the, the old school Kingfish shootout mm-hmm. gained traction. Sure. And, and rightfully so. And, uh, so. and I'm not saying that the, the Greater Jacksonville is not as good as the old school, but the old school has a format – down pat that mm-hmm. people like, yeah, and it's and, very and, and,
0: and it's fun, Kirk. And again, I'm not, you know, I've had my issues with the Greater Jacksonville Kingfish tournament that no one wants to hear that. um And I mean, you guys, you guys know mm-hmm. how much we, uh, how much I, I enjoy fishing with with James, and kingfish tournaments. So I, I take you know two, three weekends off every summer to 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 fish kingfish tournaments, and it's just, and 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 not only that, it. It continued to be two days, which you know it just becomes taxing after a while. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, it's just I and, get it. Yeah, and and, and, and you know.
4: So how funny- many? But, but real quick, how yep. many terminants are there now in the area? Because you got the old school. That's the is that the that's the first one kind of the year. Yep. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now you got another one coming up. You got the King Buster coming King up Buster. this weekend. King Buster coming up this uh-huh. weekend,
0: and then two weekends after that is Ancient City. Ancient City, right? And so, then and, and then, then the Graders yeah, is somewhere coming at, up sometime. In and then don't
2: you have Nassau County? Isn't yeah, that
0: one? you do. You got Nassau County, and then and then I believe there's um, another one right out of out of Florida Georgia line somewhere. But again, I I don't keep up with it as much as I used to. I mean, no, really nobody does, Jeff. Yeah. You know, I mean, you had the SKA Division Five which that was, you know, that Northeast Florida. I mean, there, that was a big deal, man. I mean, it was ten bucks. Is, is to get that in. even still there? Yeah, the SKA is still there, but I mean, okay. it's, it, you don't hear anybody talking about it anymore. Okay, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean, you just which don't. the SKA
4: it was uh, Southern
0: Kingfish Association.
4: Give people an idea. It was like the Winston Cup, or <laughs> it's <school> right <laughs> what is it now? Exactly, yeah. Winston
0: Cup. Wow, it's going old school. Old school, right there. What is it now? Wow, the Winston Cup.
3: <laughs> the Winston, Cup. Winston <laughs>
0: Cup. Yeah, Richard Petty won last That's night. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: a lucky stripe yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. race. Oh, oh, no, my, yeah. my
4: point Woo. being is that, you know, you, you fished the tournaments yep. to gain points. Yes, you did. In the SKA. Yeah, according, yep. And now, because of the economics or whatever, people aren't committed to fishing all of the tournaments. No, they're not. I mean, we, we
0: started at Daytona. Um, and, and, and we would fish Daytona all the way up. Uh, I, I believe Daytona was Division 10. Mm-hmm. Um. But we would start at Daytona, and, and, and hell, we would go over to Tampa. We went to the Keys yeah. to fish the hog's breath. I yeah, mean, and then know.
4: wasn't there one that used to be over in Louisiana that, that people would well, go? That well,
0: that's Nationals. Okay. That's what that, you were trying to get was. to. That's that, what you're exactly. trying to qualify that for. That was the,
4: the, the, right. the, the end game right. for the Winston Cup. Right, right, okay. exactly. And, you know, which, <laughs> which is crazy. Chris, but, can you find out what it is now today?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> No, I'm too busy laughing. Winston <laughs> <code>. <laughs> Cup. So, That's so funny, man. So you know, bad. but the
0: problem with that is it was always in November.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay. Which by Which, then you're ready to hunt. Exactly. I yeah. can
0: care less about catching the kingfish. Right. You know, I qualify, we qualified a couple times. You know, but I ain't going over to Louisiana and getting my butt kicked for sure. Two days, three days. I mean, because they had some terrible weather. I think. But
4: thank you. I think that was a great question. It's a great question. Great question. All right, uh, let's do a weather and a tide. Weather brought to you by the Beard Pig. We had we had a great day uh, this week. The uh, uh, nephews got two nephews, George and Alton, and they turned eight. Happy birthday! And so me and Tara grabbed the nephews. We took them to Target to let them pick out their own birthday gifts, and then we had to take them to dinner at the Bearded Pig. Mm
1: Oh, cool! They loved it, you know,
4: because they got to have some of their favorite food, which for them, it's chicken fingers and french fries. You know? <laughs> and it's... Oh, yeah. But the cool thing is, is, you know what they love? Kids love going to do the chalk thing sure on the fence at the Bearded Pig. And we got to sat there and have a good beer. Not a good beer. A great beer and great food. So if you haven't been to the Bearded Pig, folks, a great place to take kids. Kids-friendly, is all can be. And here's the weather report. Got a surface front moving across South Georgia today. And if you haven't seen the radar and you're out on the water, take a look. Yeah. Because it's coming now. It's uh, it's moving down and there's not really any gaps in that radar from what I could tell. You guys can double check on that. So what does that mean uh, for today? West winds 10 to 15 becoming northwest 5 to 10 late morning. Then becoming east early in the afternoon, becoming southeast 10 to 15 late in the afternoon. Seas 2 to 3 feet. A ch- uh, chance of thunderstorms uh, this morning and this afternoon. About uh, where is the, the light of storms at right now, Captain Kirk? It's
2: is? just right up there by St. Simons. It's literally right above Fergina. Andrew Sound. And, uh, so, it's got a lot of red. Yeah, that's too, got some heat now. got some heat in it, boys. Y'all watch out. It's got some serious heat. You boys are fishing offshore. Keep a close eye.
4: Tomorrow, Sunday, northeast winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4 feet. Monday, east winds 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 4 feet. Tuesday, east winds 5 to 10 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet. And let's do a Tides report brought to you by Angie Subs. Yep, Pops comes into town. And uh, yesterday, Dylan gets off of work a little bit early. So what do we do? We meet up at Angie, Angie Subs. Angie Subs. Yep, Pops and his wife had the Peruvians, and they absolutely loved it. I, and uh, me and Dylan, we uh, we had the uh, the Dr. Bangs. Uh, did not uh, do the chicken and turkey because we were having chicken for dinner last oh. night. Okay. But I am now a fan. That's, that's my two go-to subs at Angie's now. My wife kicked me out and Dr. Banks.
2: They ought to name one after you. I mean, as much time as you spend in there, you ought to have your own sub. You think?
3: You think? I mean, I think I, so.
2: Have I invested all, enough I, I, in I, Angie's? Or you should have your own table inside the restaurant.
0: Yeah, I, but but I think least. we should double his sponsorship. I mean, as yeah, much money there you go. There, there. That's
4: true. Right? <laughs> he's he's making it back on me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. All right, uh, tides for today at uh, 6.29 a.m. this morning at Mayport uh, Bar Pilot Dock. We had a low tide. That was a negative 0.41. 12.52 p.m. this afternoon is going to be a high tide. That's a 4.41. 6.35 p.m. this evening is going to be a low tide, and that is a negative 0.18. Tomorrow in the morning at 7.27 a.m. is your low tide. That's a negative 0.33. That's your Tide Report brought to each and every week by Angie Subs.
3: Hey, by the way, the Winston Cup is actually called the NASCAR Cup Series now.
4: Oh, They don't have a sponsor for
3: it? The Bush Series, if you remember that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they don't call it that anymore. And now it's the Xfinity Series. And then the Trucks is the uh, Camping World Truck Series?
4: When when was the last year? Just just so okay, last so year of Winston The last up. year of
1: Winston.
2: All
3: right, efforting just to get,
4: show you I how a, I got a how much of a <laughs> NASCAR fan. Seventy nine, maybe
1: nineteen
2: eighty. Uh, no, it wasn't that. Uh, I think it's back there, brother. You think it was an eighty. Yeah, it's back there.
4: And it, they were the sponsor forever. Forever.
2: Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that was because I mean, like- they'd
3: light one up in the winter circle,
0: uh, or, oh, or yeah. in the car.
3: Yeah, <laughs> come out with one.
2: Right. You we'll get the, that information the right in the wink. break,
4: or if somebody knows it, call in or yeah. send us a message on Facebook, and uh, and we'll do it that way. When we come back, also we'll talk to uh, Chris. We'll talk to Tim
0: Carney. Yeah, and and also just real quick, Jeff, um, we need to clear up what a King Tide is. Because we keep getting all these questions yeah. on Facebook about king tides. Okay. And king tides are flood tides. and We need to talk about that. Okay, we'll do that. Yep.
4: And then also today is a very special day.
0: It is a very special day.
4: Very special day. And when we come back, Chris is going to give us the answer as to why today is so special. Hmm. Huh. If you got a little piece of waterfront heaven, CNH Marine Construction can turn that into a big piece of heaven. Where well, they do the bulkheads, docks, boat houses, boat lifts, maintenance, rebuilds, brand new construction, walkways <laughs> yeah. through yeah. wetlands. I mean, they handle all of it. And uh, if you're wondering about uh, how to get in touch with them, just go to the homepage of outdoorshow.com to us back to back. Scroll down to the bottom of the page, and you can click on the CNH Marine Construction link. You can click on all of our sponsors uh, at the bottom of the page—all clickable links. All right. So the the answer to the Winston Cup Series—it was a 33-year reign that the uh, Winston was on the name of the Winston Cup Series, 1971 until 2003. How many? How many? Uh, this is way off the track here, but how many NASCAR races
0: have you ever been to? Me, about two, three. Kirk, one. One? Five?
3: Wow. Chris? Yeah, I was at one. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> one? Because I the, the, the first one that I ever remember, I was probably, I'm going to say I was 12 years old. Yeah, and at that time it was the Firecracker Four Hundred. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it was and, the
4: summertime Daytona yeah. race. Yep.
0: and Richard Petty won.
4: Woo. Oh, well, that's awesome! Yeah,
0: Richard Petty won that race. You know, I I, I can't remember, but that's, that's going when way back, dude. And and all the cars were totally different. Oh and, yeah, and, and, you know yeah. we don't get get into NASCAR, but it was it was you know. The, the Woods Brothers from Alabama against yeah. the North Carolina boys. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, it was it yeah. was on. You when know? a Chevy
3: was actually a Chevy and a Ford
2: was right. actually a Ford, right? And they
0: all argued over oh, yeah. who was getting the the. Yeah, it was it was fun.
2: Anyway, yeah, part, yeah, I go part back of, to I go yeah. back to Tiny Lund and Fireball Roberts. Oh wow! Her,
4: Harold sent wow. us a, a video. Yep.
2: Yeah. There you uh,
4: go. Harold sent us a video Judge on our Dad, Facebook remember? page, and, and it was Dick Trickle smoking a cigarette yeah. at a
3: pit stop <laughs> at a NASCAR right. race. Where they're dumping gas into the car. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Let me yeah. smoke a cigarette yeah. real yeah. quick. Oh, I'm on yeah. fire.
1: I'm on fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's
3: classic.
4: <laughs> Help me, Tom Cruise. Uh, oh. All right, though, before we go to the phone lines, uh, today is a very, very big day. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Across yeah. the
4: nation, and why, Chris? Because today
3: it's day. today, June eighteenth. Every year, actually, is National Go Fishing Day. All right. Yeah. yeah. And I looked it up, and and the origins are actually unknown. They don't even know who started it.
4: Okay. But
3: uh, it's it's you know just encouraging everybody to just take a break from everything else, just go out and drop a line. We right? like it. Decompress.
4: It. We like it. Yeah. Father's that's, Day. That, and that's kind of their
0: their point. Kurt, yep. If you read their their website, they're like just. Get away from everything. Leave the phone. Yep. Yeah. You know, go go fishing. It's good stuff. Get yep.
2: away from TV and the news. Yep. All
4: right. Let's uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring up Chris first this morning. Good morning, Chris.
2: Good morning, fellas. How you doing? Morning, good. buddy.
6: Morning, morning. Do you have some uh, exciting
4: news for us this morning?
6: Oh no. no! I know we stunk it up. We fished against. Yeah, uh, no, I was and talking Kurt, about or, the flip flop. Oh no! No, still <laughs> no flip flop. Still oh, no buddy. sign of
4: favor's flip flop. <laughs>
6: Okay. no good cut Lord. the grass twice no flip-flops <laughs> it got buried one one foot on the curb one in the gutter one on the curb one in the gutter <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chris, the story of my life man Chris you're a good man you're a good man brother
6: yeah yeah we uh we fished last weekend against kurt and Kevin and uh man just stunk it up
2: it was a tough day man they, weren't, yeah, they were yeah never got a fire. kingfish
6: bite God, it was never tough. got a kingfish bite all day it, Friend where we went to, a friend of mine had a thirty eight the day before. Oh yeah, yeah. Pictures and everything had two kingfish bites in less than an hour. So I was like, "Well, we're, this is where we're going. This is where we're spending the day." And we spent the day there and, and swinging and a miss. Oh, that's a long day. It isn't was it? horrible. Oh man, slow boring is what I call it. And then you get pandemonium for twenty five seconds. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah.
2: That's tournament. We're headed
6: out to. We're headed out to go rob bees this morning. I was telling Chris, talking to him on the uh, before, you know, before I got on, uh, headed out to rob some
2: bees. Good man, that was some good honey. Yeah. I got to tell you, I enjoyed good that. Good deal. Immensely. Well, have some more uh, today. Mm. Have ready. some more today. Twist
4: my arm. I'll take some.
6: Tim, <laughs> for <laughs> maybe we will get together and uh, I, when I get a get a fresh case of uh, Budweisers, I'll come over and we'll have a beer and I'll bring you a quart of honey. You got it. You're on.
4: I've yep. never had. And for a those new, that don't a, a want to, Chris, Chris works for Budweiser, right? and he can get the- He works license. for Anheuser-Busch. Excuse me. What did I say? Budweiser. Well, yeah, same, same thing. thing. What, what, what's the- well, No,
0: he doesn't no, work for Budweiser. They're
6: splitting Budweiser. hairs on you, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
4: I mean it's, there's a big difference between,
3: like, Winston and Marlboro. He, no, okay, but, but, okay, but
4: he, Budweiser and Anheuser-Busch? Does he
3: work for Bush Light? But who signs no. the checks? Is it Mr. Budweiser yeah. or is it Mr. Anheuser and Mr. Bush? Good
2: Lord. No, I think it's over in Stuttgart now, isn't it, Chris? <laughs> yeah, so I'm with the South American drug lord. Anyway,
1: <laughs>
3: I've
4: never had a fresh octoliva like yeah, you, that, so I would love to have yes. one. Yes. Absolutely.
6: Yeah, they're 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 amazing. When you get I tell you if you really want a refreshing beer, put your Budweiser in the bottom of the cooler and pull that thing out in an hour hour and a half and it is an amazing beer chris you Everybody say when i'm gonna life. put my
4: boots on and come over and yeah. hang out with your cows <laughs> yep and have a fresh born on beer and don't
3: i work. ain't losing don't, my flip well how flip about law. how about you uh send a group text because yes. uh, i think Absolutely. jeff you shouldn't be the only one how about that
0: i agree we'll have a little right. outdoor show gathering right at yeah. the pasture yeah. In yeah. the, the pasture.
3: Yeah. in the clover <laughs> We're dancing to Clover with our new Budweiser. Oh, boy. Cooler, cooler full of cold beer. I'm wearing um, the boots, Chris. So I'm kinda kinda weird. wearing the boots i mean I heard about the dangers
4: shoes. of wearing flip-flops. I'm wearing my boots.
6: Getting weird. Wear some strap-on shoes of some oh, kind. Lace-up strap-on something. Well,
3: I, I ain't wearing a strap-on. Bring the boots. Here, here's, a, here's the thing. Strap-on shoes. Strap-on shoes.
4: If Kirk wore a size 15, I would borrow his strap-on <laughs> on flip-flops. You know, Kirk's got uh, them old hippie sandals he uh-huh. wears every now and again. But, uh, yeah, he he's not a size 15. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. Not many, not
2: many are. He'd get
1: his big toe no. in my shoe. <laughs> oh. yeah.
2: uh, now, what I did
6: want to mention uh, to remind everybody that the, the King Buster is, uh, is happening next Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturday's the general and Sunday's the kids' tournament. Yep. And there is not a better kids' tournament. Anywhere around here than Don Dingman's uh, King Buster uh, Junior Angler King Buster, he certainly does a great job with it. That is quite an endorsement yeah, yeah, coming from you,
3: man. Yeah,
6: that's interesting. Yeah, he he does a hell of a job with the juniors um, and uh, everybody. I mean, this it's amazing the, the prizes. Um, I, I, if we had time, I'd, I'd tell you a story from last year about uh, about the bad company boat. He. Uh, he, uh,
4: share, share that genius. story with us over a fresh beer. All
6: right, we'll do it. Y'all take care and, Amen. uh, and, uh, hopefully see you next weekend. Yeah, all right.
4: Thank you, Chris. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's squeeze in Tim Carney here before we take a break. Good morning, Tim. Good
5: morning, Tim. Hey, hey, good morning, guys. I <clears throat> just want to give y'all a shout out to, uh, Brett Cannon for that little party he had. Yeah, that was great. To, yeah, wasn't that a lot of fun. Yep. You know, Paul was there and gave away some nice stuff, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Kirk, that, that fish you said was, you know, high 20s. When you sent me that picture, I was <laughs> like, I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, yeah. You know, that's typical I'm for not, me in the kingfish. I'm not going to go there. Everybody yeah, knows it. They can always, like, take my fish and divide by four.
5: Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mean, I thought
5: I, yeah, we had one I thought was around 30. He skyrocketed on my long line, and uh, we fought him for over an hour. And, uh, you know, he ended up being a lot of, little under 25, but, uh, and we had another about 23, but you know, that was the only two fish we had, but we were pretty happy, you know? That's yeah. a good day though, that right there. Came right? in 89 yeah. out
2: of that many boats, over 500. That's strong.
5: Yeah. Yeah. We were, my, me and my two boys were with me and we just had a really, really good day. And, uh, the other thing was we, uh, took the fish to weigh it in and, uh, took it by truck and got it the weigh in and Dozier's there and there's, you know, quite a few people and the lightning, the rain, it was, it was horrendous. And, uh, Paul did a real good job. He got everybody round up. He got all the kids in the middle, all the women in the middle, had all the guys standing in the rain with the fish bags, you know, you know, almost like a herd of elephants. It was kind of funny, you know, but, uh, he made sure that, you know, everybody was safe. He, he, uh, extended the time for the people to stay in their cars and trucks until the, until the lightning and the rain got by a little bit. But, but it's all about safety with him, and uh, it, was a, it was a really good tournament. He does a good job. Well, you
4: got to be. And we're going to, in fact, uh, Paul's in route. Uh, he'll be in here in uh, about eight fifteen. We're going to have some conversation with him uh, about the tournament as well. So uh, we're looking yeah. forward to having him in.
5: Yep. Thanks, Tim. Yes. Yep, hey, 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 The other good thing was the lady, the kid that won the ten thousand dollars GMC. Uh, they're getting married today. So we're, we're getting the up. whole
4: story at 8:45, yeah. tim yeah we we're, got a whole we're, we're having them on uh, mr. mr sam Spinks is going to join us on the air taking a day out of his a little little time out of his busy day
5: to join yeah us this morning. So that was really that was really neat the little girl runs up there and says we're getting married next week and you know she won ten thousand dollars with a boyfriend and I mean, I, you could tell it was their money. It wasn't his money. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good thing. But all right. Good to talk to you guys, Thanks, man. Tim. We, Thank you, uh, Tim. We had a good tournament. Thanks. All right.
4: All right. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, and just remember, folks, that if you need a piece of equipment, coastal equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenney is your home of Kubota, Gravely zero-turn mowers, hot sea pressure washers, all the steel power equipment, all the land pride attachments. Man, if you've got a little bit of acreage, man, they have got some candy for you. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. When we come back, the LV Hires, Inc., Gear Tip of the Week. Welcome back to the Nimnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And it's time now for the LV Hires, Inc., Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast. And has been for, been doing it for, gosh almost a hundred years. I mean, a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you need any fuel lubricants, tank management, uh, any technical questions, they handle everything. Just go to com to learn more. This week's tip comes courtesy of Captain Leon Dana. If you take a five gallon bucket, it can be, uh, very useful for so many different things. And, uh, they Have it was like what well, was top five
0: of the greatest red deck inventions, right?
4: The five gallon bucket, yeah, yeah, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. top three, I think. Top three, I think, cinder block, five gallon one. bucket duct tape, right? Right, right, I think it was okay. the
4: top three. Uh, you're right, you're right. So, 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 what is this,
0: right? So, this was cool because we did a uh, 13 boat charter uh, a couple Wednesdays ago, and Leon and Captain Chip, Chip Wingo, he just sent me uh, a text. They they have this topper for a five-gallon bucket, and it, it's mesh, mm-hmm. but it has a hole in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So you could use it for so many different things, a trash can right. on your boat. Yeah. But yeah, what, what I always thought about is fishing the beach. And if, if I'm catching bait, Jeff, you, you've been there. Kirk, you've been there. You know, you, you put mullet in a five-gallon bucket, and they jump out. Okay. And or the birds, you know, you're down the beach, and the birds come over there. And and they're trying to get into your five gallon bucket. Well this topper is you can put it on top of the five gallon bucket and, and they can't get in there. Very you, cool. you can reach your reach your hand down in there. Um it, it, it was really cool. The number
4: of accessories that you can get for a five gallon bucket. Oh my god. I mean literally I, I need to talk to, to the Hagans and because they need to have like a little mini section of of accessories that you can get for a five-gallon bucket, because I mean, you think of all the different things you can get. You can get a swivel seat. Uh huh. You can get a bumper, dumper, topper. Uh, absolutely. You can get the tool bag attachment that wraps around the outside of a five-gallon bucket. That's a, That's. A, they need to have like a yeah. five-gallon bucket center. Yeah. Where you can get all kinds of accessories that's for a, your five-gallon <laughs> bucket.
0: That's a great idea. Seriously? Yeah. No. I, yeah, would that you're not right. be cool? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. All right. So Jacob. Okay. Bill. Okay. If you guys are listening. Need to have a five-gallon bucket center at all the Hagen Ace hardware stores. All right, so that's our uh, LV hires yeah, Inc. It, gear it, tip of the week. And
0: it, 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 it's really what they what they sell it for mm-hmm. is for a waste basket and a garbage storage bin. What, okay, okay. But I'm, my thinking was keeping bait in shrimp. Yeah,
4: anything. Yeah, yeah anything. Yeah, keep yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, we it's up on our Facebook Instagram page. We will also provide a link once we. Find out exactly where how much they are and how, yeah, where they got it, how much it is. We'll provide it's that uh, link.
0: It's 20 bucks, nineteen ninety
4: right. Do me a favor. Send that.
0: we at Amazon.com.
2: Amazon.
4: Yep. All right. Send me the link or I'll, send you the or link. I'll find it somewhere. But yeah. Give me the name of it or something. Okay. It's it.
2: all five gallon buckets. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay.
4: All right. So I, I got to fess up. I got to, I got to share my story, my mishap.
2: Oh. From the week. We're going to throw ourselves under the bus.
4: Well, I mean, you know, you know how it Something is here. Something to let you me know, guess. Wait a minute. Let me think. We're Something very to do with
2: a kayak. Yes. Ah. Okay. Okay. So Dad's laughing. I, I, I was
4: Chip. Uh, Chip Wingo sat and did the show. Yes. And uh, while we were talking, I was talking about new places. Kind of wanted to go, and he actually made a suggestion. And and I'm not going to say where because secret spot. You called me about it. I did. I did. So. Me and Tara we're going to go beautiful on, place isn't it? on Sunday. It really is a really pretty
2: place. It's pretty place. place.
4: Me and Tara we're going to go on Sunday, and uh, we ended up deciding just to just you know have a lazy day. We didn't go. Well, Monday I had some time and said, you know, I'm going to go. Yeah. So I load up the kayak and uh, everything that you know that I need fishing rods. You know, like a normal day, I'm going to go and I and I go to this kayak launch and get everything together, launch and and. Uh, Tide's high, you know, which, you know, when you're going to a new place, it's always kind of hard to figure out a new place when it's high. Water's so high.
0: Right? Yeah, we always talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Low incoming tide is the time to. Yeah, explore. to really explore. Right
4: but, right. but so I just said, you know what? It's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll figure things out. So I, I worked my way uh, in one direction from the kayak launch and ended up catching ladyfish, caught a small flounder, and had, when I got into the shallows, I had shrimp jumping in the boat. <laughs> oh wow in the kayak wow it's like holy cow so anyway so i fish for a while and i'm really not doing a whole lot but i'm enjoying it you know enjoying the day it's peaceful it's quiet mm-hmm. and so i start then i go past the kayak launch i go in the other direction and chip had uh, had given me this drop pin and said try this one particular spot and i haven't even shared this story with chip yet mm-hmm so I go in the other direction, and I start, start to head towards this little drop pin spot. And, and as I get closer, I, I didn't even look at my phone. I said, boy, this looks like a really good spot. And, and because, you know, it was one of the places where in a creek you got other creeks coming out, just like Dr. Pepper Point yep. from years ago. If you got one little feeder creek dumping into a creek, it's always a good place to mm-hmm. fish. And so I see this little spot, and there's some activity there. And at first I thought I saw a shark come to the surface. I was like, wow, that was the shark, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you see some little bait getting run up on the bank and shrimp and stuff. And, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden I saw, I saw it.
1: Tarpon. Mm. Mm.
4: 40, 50 pounds. Ooh. Now I'm getting excited. And then yep. I see another one. Ooh. And then another one. And it's, it's literally picking up right before my very eyes. Right, right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on. So I grab my one rod that I have used to catch those 40-pounders before down Mm -hmm. in, you know, Matt Mm -hmm. Lachey. Mm -hmm. And I'm throwing. All I got is artificial. I'm throwing gulp. And Mm. they're not eating that one. And I Mm. change it out, put a different one on. I throw another one on. Change that one out, put a different one on, throw it out there. Finally, I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I kind of drift away from the spot. I said, what am I going to do? They're all feeding. And they're feeding. Mm -hmm. You know? But they're not going crazy. Eating mullet. There, huh? Eat mullet or shrimp? I don't shrimp. know what they're eating. I mean, they you can't see mullet getting blown out. You, right. You're just seeing them. Whoosh.
2: Right. I bet they're sucking shrimp down. That's
4: what I was thinking. Yep, yeah. exactly. So then I put on a gulp shrimp. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So now I'm like, okay, what do I do? So I, I had a fish bites, one of them grub things with the long tail. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I said, you know, I'm going to try that. So I go out, drift away from the spot, put that on, get in there, cast out. And I'm reeling it in, and there's a bite. Mm, Set the hook. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be a tarpon. It's going to be a (laughs) tarpon, first one of the year. And it's slowly coming to the surface real slow. And I'm like, this thing doesn't even know it's hooked yet. Right. And then it breaks the surface and shakes its head. It's a big flounder. Oh. Oh. Big flounder. Nice. So my mindset is, that's awesome. Right. That's dinner. But hurry up and get them in the box. And mm-hmm. get casting back on these tarpons. Yeah. So I real quick, real quick slide forward in the seat because cause I know he's big. I'm like, I got to get a measurement on How big is he? Is he like 19? Mm-hmm. Is he 20? I slide forward in the seat real quick to get up to, remember I told you I put these markings on yep. the side of the kayak? Yep. Uh-oh. I went a little too far forward and a little too far left. Uh-oh. 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 Alley-oop. Over I go. Oh. Right, oh, right in the creek. Right in the, Right in the hole.
0: Oh all my, your stuff? all your craps in the huh? water, all your stuff
4: everything. Oh, I got my phone in the little in the old town waterproof compartment in the pedal drive. Smart. I have that in there. That's smart. I have my tackle bag and a dry bag. <sighs> anyway, so here's the thing. Here's my thought process as I'm tipping over oh, a little bit of panic o s life jackets under the seat. I grab it. Was but- that a shark? <laughs> <laughs> Roll into the water. I got my life jacket, and now I'm sitting there, and the kayak's upside down. Yep. Oh, and I'm boy. in the water, and I can't touch. Thank goodness. I mean, if there had been oysters there or something yeah, like exactly. that, that could have been pretty scary. Yeah, it could have got messed up. Okay. I'll never forget after I got the kayak, I said to myself, what am I going to do if the kayak flips? Flips self. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. Okay. We come back, we'll continue the story. Wow. Oof. Because I'm in the water. <laughs> And I'm going, oh, goodness. Okay. No. By myself. Okay. Did so- you
0: think right at that moment, oh, my God, I got to tell this on the outdoor show?
4: It was a few minutes after that. <laughs> 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 but it told me when I got back in. Yeah. So, anyway. They're going to a break. We yeah. come back. We'll okay. finish the story of in the water of the uh, the Hagen Coastal oh, Outfitters kayak right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. steenhatchie river club boys scallop season is starts today
0: yeah yeah don't you uh, go? that on. is a crazy place want to have a great vacation that's yeah.
4: uh, pretty close go to steenhatchie river club go to the homepage of outdoor show scroll down click on steenhatchie river club or you can give them a call at 352-498-3222 all right we're back in this creek and i'm in the water after a little mishap on the kayak rolled the kayak and uh so my first thought uh, can, is, can I
0: can I ask just just one question? Yes. Safety question. Did you think it would flip that easy?
4: Um, I mean, I no. I mean, it, and it wasn't easy. I mean, I just you know in my excitement, right. of trying to get this flounder measured and in the box and back onto the tarpon... you overcompensated. I was I was just careless. Yeah. Okay, I mean these yeah. things are pretty stable. I right. mean okay. yeah, This is a this is my uh, uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters. It's the Old Town Big Water One Thirty Two. I mean, this is their this is their big flagship right. kayak. I mean, this has got great stability, uh, awesome machine. It just, you know, okay. I, when you get 233, four pounds on one side of it, right. it's going to go over. Right, 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 right. And so I'm in the water, and all I can see is the bottom of the hull of the kayak and the drive. And then it, it hit me. When I, when I first got a kayak, I said to myself, what am I going to do? If I end up in the water and I'm not near the shore, how am I going to get back in? So one of the very first things that I did is I watched a video on what to do if you turn a kayak over. Okay. And this was a video that actually was specific to the old towns with the pedal drives or if it was like a Hobie, because in other words, that had the drive at the bottom. And so I did what the guy showed in this YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness for YouTube. You can find a lot of things. I grabbed the drive and pulled it, and then righted the kayak up, and then these things are roto-molded, so there's no water going to get in, and at least that's what I thought, but there's another catch to that, too. So I get the kayak uprighted, and so now you've got to get back in. Well, to get back in, you can't just pull on one side like right. a boat,
2: because you'll turn the kayak over again. Well, what about all your stuff? Did you go down Kirk, and get that? I'm not that-
4: worried about that yet. Yeah. I'm just worried about getting back in the kayak right mm-hmm, now. Right. You know, so that's, that's my mindset. Just get back right. in the kayak. So I kind of kick my feet and go up and over and, and lay my body across the kayak mm. so that I can get the kayak what the weight stable, balanced. Right? and then I slowly pull my legs in an inch over and get my legs in and then get back up on the kayak. And now there's stuff everywhere. Okay, there's gulp bags, there's dry bags, there's my anchor stake, uh the paddle, everything is floating. Rod and reel. Not everything is floating. <laughs> And that's, plur- that's plural. Right. Oof. Plural. Okay. How many? Two. Ouch. Okay. Ouch. Okay, plural. Mm-hmm. Two rods and reels. Your custom rod. Right. Are, the, oh. are the tarpons mm. still rolling? Um, They're, they're completely blown <laughs> they're out. They're gone, now. man. Tarpon are gone. The whale hit the water. We're <laughs>
1: right here, buddy. <laughs> Killer shark.
4: And here's the thing. They should have went ahead and fed one more time just to rub it Absolutely in. Absolutely. Because I don't done. have a rod. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm like, huh. Rods and reels. I said, "Okay."
0: Mm-hmm. You I wonder did. how
4: deep it is, and do I dive down? Do it? No, yeah. not by yourself. I agree, not by yourself. Yep, it's not worth it. You know, if if I had somebody else there with me, mm-hmm. and uh, then you know, then you maybe use another rod or go dive down, and you know, you can yeah, because
0: you have no idea whether it's—I don't know where it went. 6
4: feet or. 20, i don't know yeah, yeah. And i don't know if there's a log down there and the right. tide's still going out and i'm gonna get wedged in the log. right right you know tide's still moving yeah. so no absolutely not mm-hmm. i'm not going to do that so i get uh i get the the paddle back i get the the uh, uh anchor stake back you know collect up the gulp bags get my my uh tackle bag which is in a dry bag back on the are you looking around like Anybody see me? No. <laughs> no.
0: And I was all alone. Right, right. And uh Flounder's so gone.
2: Flounder's gone. Bummer. Yeah. Bummer. Flounder's gone. Mm.
4: The 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 cooler did not come out of the kayak because it has bungees that mm-hmm. kinda hold it in, in the back of the kayak. Wow. But I had two sets of pliers. Okay. I didn't I did not have them and and this is a le- lesson learned. Oh, okay, good pliers? Yes. The ones oh, that I just, just got down at, at Fish Bites at, at Fish Bites oh. Cafe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Gone, Aww. the the knife that I got yeah. at Aww. Fish Bites, yeah. gone. Aww. the the hookouts, the what do they call the what's the brand name of the hookouts, the long things with the little pincher the on baker, the, end? The, the Baker, the Baker hookouts, yeah. stainless Hooked steel up. Baker yeah. hookouts from yeah. right. Strike Zone, gone. And so mm. and I'm soaking wet.
2: Where's your wallet? Yeah. Uh,
4: in the in another dry bag in a storage compartment Thank of the
2: God. kayak. So your keys, your wallet,
4: everything was yeah. And and so the lesson is there is number one, if you have a kayak you better dang sure know how to get back in it if you have to. Right, yeah. yeah. So you better watch the video. Yeah. Number two is that you need to get tethers for everything that you can in the kayak. And dry bags are the most important thing.
2: I have a question. Yes. Were you wearing a life jacket? Was I wearing it? No. A PFD.
4: No, and and my rule of thumb is is that, and this is the other point that I wanted to bring up. In the summertime, the water's warm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, when it's the wintertime, and the water temp might be 55, 60 degrees. You get in the water, hypothermia can set in pretty yeah, quick. That's sure darn skippy, man. That's what you I, – I believe – and look, maybe someone will tell you that you wear it all the time. And, I, and I'm here to tell you, if you want to be safe, wear it all the time. Mm-hmm. But for me, when that water's colder, I'm going to wear my life jacket. Yeah, P- In the summertime, You got no. a Mustang? I have a, a kayak-specific life jacket.
2: CO2 and auto, no, auto inflate?
4: Uh, no, it's, a, it's got – the flotation things mm-hmm. in full
2: mm-hmm.
1: but
4: it's it's made a little bit differently so that your arms are free to paddle right mm-hmm. but uh, and, and here's the other lesson learned is that i could have lost only one rod which is the one that was in the cockpit mm-hmm. only if i had had the second rod in a rod holder in the back that had the locking mechanism you know the, so you stick it in there and then you rotate the yep. cuff so okay. it
2: stays in yeah it locks it in
4: you know, and I use the, the, there's some that are on the kayak that are factory. I had it just stick into that, just like the anchor stick. Mm. So now I, I don't want to say I'll limp, but you know, I got my tail between my legs and I'm wet and I lost two rods and I lost my pliers, and lost my knife. And, now I'm going back to the ramp and I'll get back to the ramp and I look at the, uh, uh, the anchor stick that's in the one rod holder right behind me on this old town, and it's not sitting in there like it normally did. And I was like, "What is going on?" So I, you know, I get to go to move the kayak out. I hear something in the hull of the kayak. I get back and take inventory on it. The anchor stick that was in that rod holder right behind me, I must have hit it as I rolled out of the kayak, right, and hit the stick because what it did is it broke the rod holder, which actually goes to keep that hole the water out
0: water free yeah. so it
4: actually did get some water in there but because i flipped the kayak back over in a pretty expedient fashion it kept some some you know a lot of the water out but that's uh, a lesson learned there is that you know get tethers first first and foremost watch the video right of how to get back in a kayak if you were to end up out uh, life jacket if you don't have it on have it accessible
2: yeah, Mustang jacket would be good because a lot of the ones, like the one I have, is auto-inflate. When it falls in the water, it's got a little biscuit in there, and once that biscuit gets wet, it inflates yep. automatically. All of your valuables,
4: dry bag. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dry bag, dry bag, dry bag. Phone, because that's your source of contact if you were to get in trouble. Yep. That needs to be somewhere in a dry, safe location that if, if you do end up in trouble, you can call for help. There's and another tip that instead of on told your me. hip taking pictures and leaving it there while you're on right. a kayak. Yep. That's yep. not not Ta- good.
2: Take the butts off your your good rods, take the cap off the end, and fill it with foam. That that foam yeah. so the so the butt end of it will float. Yeah, but
4: the rods I had they, they you can't do that. Yeah, I mean there's there's spinning rods you mm-hmm. know, you can't open the cap and fill a foam. I mean I have the one rod that we got years ago that had the big foam handles the flotation yep. rods, but uh, but yeah I mean it was. Uh, you know, it was a costly lesson.
2: Yeah, darn. Sorry. And
4: so, the answer to the question it was on our Facebook page: What did Jeff get for Father's Day? Tara got me a new rod and reel. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and I took that rod and reel back because it wasn't exactly what I wanted. And and big thank you to Ryan, who Ryan works at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. And and uh, and we'll have to if you if you don't follow Hagen Coastal Outfitters on social media, you should. There's a picture of Ryan when he was a kid and he's got an autographed football of me and he's five or six years old. Well now he's a man and he works at Hagen Coastal Outfitters and he was the one that helped me and, and ended up getting a couple new rods and reels and then I went to strike zone and replaced, you know, some of the other equipment that I lost. So a uh, big thank you to Hagen Coastal and Ryan for helping me out with some of the rods and reels. And as always, Strike Zone has everything that you could possibly yes, they do. need. Mm -hmm. And a big thank you to them. But, yeah, it was a little bit of a scary moment. But at the same token, once you kind of – and I was talking to Gordon about this. And it's just like if you tip over a a canoe, a kayak, or you go over in a john boat. And I'm sure you guys have done it at some point Mm -hmm. in your lives, whether you've been messing around in a a canoe with your buddy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That you've ended up in the water. And when it first starts to happen, it's and I want to say it's panic, but at first you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) And then once you realize you're okay and you're 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 not going to die. You're getting wet. Yeah, then you're like, okay, right. now what do I do? Well, you need to know now what you do. What you do, mm-hmm. but part of that is the preparation leading up to, so that if you do have something like that happen, mm-hmm. to make sure that you are going to end up in a in a good way, not right. in a bad way. Yeah. So just, there's my story. Okay, they, stuck they an arrow in my leg a couple of years ago. You know, I fessed up.
0: The only time that I've ever been in the water is when I gaffed a green cobia, snatched me overboard so right fast. Over? Yeah, I mean I was, and and still hanging onto the gaff. You know, thinking that, you know, because that's your first reaction. Panic. Panic. B- you know, And then and then I let go and I pop up and I'm in the middle of my chum line and sure. there's sharks everywhere. And I'm, I, you know, the first thing I did was look around to make sure there was nobody saw that. <laughs> right? I'm in the middle of the ocean in a John boat, you know, and yeah. uh, swam back to the boat. Like you said, tail between my legs, got in the boat. But yeah, pulled, I mean, snatched me out of that boat so fast. Well,
4: here's the thing. There's two rods and reels, and they're really nice. I hope my daddy's not listening. (laughs) (laughs) Why?
0: Because he doesn't know that story. Oh, about about being out in the middle of the ocean in a john (laughs) boat.
4: Well, if if somebody goes fishing one day and hooks a rod and reel, Mm -hmm. my name is on those two rod and reels. I'm not saying I want them back. I'm not (laughs) not saying that. I'm just saying, but if if you're wondering where it happened, and one day you you get lucky and you pull up a rod and reel, Mm -hmm. and it's got my name on it, that's where it happened.
2: That's where it happened. <laughs> you could probably get the rods back. The reels would be worthless. I'm going to go back. Yeah, yeah. You'll get those rods yeah, back.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go back, and I'm yeah. going to I'm going to have a little, you know, several hook kind. See if I can. First of all, I'm going to go back and see if I can catch tarpon. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and fish that spot. But then I'm also going to go back and see if I can get my rods back. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. Uh, Kayak Mike, I'm sure, is going to have a field day with me. And uh, we got Top Gun. We got RJ and you at 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Wow.
0: If you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go, Claude Claiborne Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard just north of JTB. and uh, also if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, you know you don't you just want something with 4 or 5,000 miles and in really good shape, go under tell them what you're looking for. They may not have it on a lot, and they may not find it within a week, but you, you give them a couple, three weeks, they'll find what you're looking for at Claude Delacalec, once again located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB, and I'd like to welcome in Mr. Paul Dozier. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Paul.
8: Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, you
0: look a lot more relaxed this Saturday nope. than you were last Saturday. <laughs> just
8: a touch. Just a touch. <laughs> well, glad,
4: glad to have you back in here Um We've got a lot to get to about the old school kingfish tournament, and uh, we're going to have Mr. Sam Spinks on here shortly. Uh, but first, uh, let's let's get the phone lines let's cleared do. out, and uh, and then we can focus in on a little old school action. Let's start with Kayak Mike, since we just finished up with a kayak story. Maybe he can laugh at me a little bit. Morning, Kayak Mike.
7: Good morning, fellas. Good morning, Mike. It's been a while, and uh, I've been listening to the exploits, and I'm not calling to laugh in Jeff. I mean. You did everything right. You did, yeah. But you know what? You learned a lot. Didn't I learned you? a lot.
4: I really did. Learned you know,
7: a lot. I mean, welcome to the upside down club. It's it's only a matter of time till it happens. Is that what it's everybody, called? <laughs> upside down club, buddy. Okay. And, uh, and, you know, and let me tell you, you, you no shame whatsoever.
4: <laughs> it's it <laughs> was know? it was interesting. In fact, uh, the conversation at Hagen, kind of because of this story, they're going to work on putting uh, together and Mike I'd love to have some of your input on this that that they were thinking about let, hey, let's put together a checklist for people that buy kayaks mm-hmm. so that they can be prepared if something like this were to happen you sure know? Yep. so anyway yep. uh, there's some good that comes out of everything
7: yeah and it's not just it's not as you found out it's not just having all the equipment it's using it in the right ways for the situation you're going to be in and you know it sounds like it was a relatively deep hole there. You know, if it was shallow, you would have been potentially exposed to getting really cut up by oysters and things like that, which could really be a horrible situation when you're out far away. Can you imagine
4: going oh, yeah. over around an oyster bed? Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, well, solid. It'd, it'd be it'd be first of all
4: how sharp they are, yep. razors. Yep. And and how- like razors you can get some serious bacteria. infection bacteria from, from oysters.
7: Yes. Big time. Yeah, And that, when you said you didn't dive down, I was thinking, thank goodness, because you don't know where they are down there.
4: No. Right. Absolutely. You don't want to be filling around in the dark. No.
7: We'll, yep, cut but your but hands all no, up on you're oysters. Remount. You're, you're getting back on that kayak was exactly how the videos do it. It's almost like a horse. Once you get it flipped over, you just lay on it and get that one leg over it, straddled, and pop your back in the seat, and then it's, You know, for me, listening to your story, though, I know how your heart was going crazy because you're watching these tarpon feed and you're hooked up with your flounder and you're like, oh, God, I got to get the flounder so I can go and get on the tarpon. Please worry. (laughs) And you're like, God, this is so amazing. Please. And your heart's beating. It's elevated. That's for sure. And you're so excited and you go from that to. Oh yeah <laughs> oh. oh are you kidding me? You know you're like you're like oh my god and I mean you are in good company. Yep. you are in good. I've been there and done it. I didn't do it in a creek. And uh and I'll tell you if I can give you a short one. I thought I was going to go catch me some bull reds on the south jetties after Don Dingman took me out in a boat and showed me how to do it. And I'm all loaded up, and I'm at one of the best surfing spots in town at the poles. And I go out there in my kayak, and I didn't have everything on the inside, and there's, and I could have. And, and for guys that don't have internal storage that are going through the surf, it's a different set of rules and whatever. But needless to say, the wave from Castaway hit me as I was going out there, and I went over six hundred dollars worth of rods and poker grips and everything and the surfers they're all helping me drag it out of the sand and everything and and the walk of shame and so looking like i just been a dog in the water for you know and you're just like oh my gosh yeah i was i was gonna
4: and i'm glad you kind of brought that up just real quick just out of curiosity for me and and that when you launch on the beach with a kayak yeah would you guys walk it out past the breakers and then try to get on, Yeah, or swimming out past the breakers, Absolutely. and then try to get on, or would you try to time it up and get on it and then real quick I'm, pedal I'm a, out? I'm going
0: to let Mike answer that. He's done it thousands
7: thousand I'd times. I'll tell you, I've, I've seen it and done it all the different ways. And, and when you're going out, first of all, when you do it, you need to learn how to do it without anything on it but you. Right. No, no tackle. You're going to practice, just like you did when you got your kayak, learning how to turn it over yep. and get back in it. That's the smartest thing you can do. If you're going to go into the ocean and in the ocean, you know, if you were going to fish pogey pods right behind the surf, you got to remember they're filled with sharks, right? Yeah. So uh, it depends on your kayak. But, uh, you know, some guys will take, if you have internal storage, you put it all inside, hatches are battened down, and then we'll talk about the paddling. But if you don't have internal storage, a lot of guys will take the reels off the rods, put them in dry bags, strap the rods to the kayak with tethers, you know, along the side the long way. And so essentially you still have nothing on deck. If you tow it out there yourself, it depends on the brake. Uh, you can't control that kayak when a wave hits it the wrong way and you can't control it from, uh, from a, a swimming position if it pivots on you and a wave moves it. It's 13 feet long. And you've got all that water pushing it, so that can be just as dangerous. Huh. Paddling out at speed is the way to do it, and you time it in between sets. Yeah. And even if, even if a wave breaks on you, like the one that hit me, you know, at a castaway, you, uh, if you have sufficient forward momentum, it'll be exciting. You will go up that wave like Tom Hanks, and it will slap down on the other side, and you will be a little wet, but you will be dry and in your seat. Hmm. So that's the way to go out. The tougher thing is how do you come in?
0: Exactly. That's what I was going to say because coming
4: in, I would want to be <laughs> off the kayak and kind of get close to right. the back of the breakers, and then just go ahead and, and get, off. Yep. get off. Get yep.
7: off. I know guys that do it that way, but you have the same problem coming in as going out. If it should get sideways on you, yep. it, right? It, it pitches. You aren't. You as a human, we're not designed to be the anchor of that kayak. Yeah. So coming back in. The way to do it is you come in backwards. Really? Yes, under paddle oh, control.
4: yeah. Okay, I got you.
7: Okay. So what you do is you, you get everything all battened down. You're ready to come back in, and, and, and everything's all clear to the deck. Dry bags are stored, and everything's tethered. And you back your way into where the surf is, and you look at the waves, and when it's flat and you don't see a wave, you paddle backwards as fast as you can and straight. Now you're watching forwards to see when waves are coming. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden you see one coming, you start paddling forward.
0: Hmm. Okay, that's a great so tip. Interesting. So,
7: so do you always have momentum into the wave straight. And if you're patient, you will in, ultimately you'll back up, back up, back up. Don't get out of it when there's only a foot and a half of water, because you know what happens when you get out of it—a foot and a half of water—and the water pushes around your kayak, it flips. Yeah. Go until you're on the sand. Okay. When you're when you're on the sand, you get out, grab the thing behind you, you know, the little handle on the back. Yep. Drag it five ten yards onto the sand. and Now you're clear and you're safe.
4: Okay. Great tip. I'm glad. Thank you so much for sharing that yeah. because I I've thought about it for a while and at some point I want to do that mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people want to do that. Mm-hmm. And what's oh, the safest way to this
7: do? season? It's tarpon time, Jeff.
4: Yeah, I know it's getting there.
7: It's uh you know, it's time. But uh, so yeah, when when a little birdie told me you joined the upside down club, I was so looking forward to just listening to your story because <laughs> everyone's a little different, you know? Yeah. And I mean, if you if you go over in this three feet of water and you have rods in the rod holder, when they peg the bottom they just snap. Right? Mm-hmm. So so it's uh crazy. Everyone's a little different, but but you know, we don't learn I don't know about you, but I've always learned from Mistakes, right? They say the first time is ignorance, the second time is—I can't remember the saying. But,
4: well, you—you would uh, you learn from either your mistake or you learn from others. Yeah, you know, that yeah, make yeah. Mistakes. No one, so, no, no one
7: knows this stuff in advance.
4: Hopefully, some people will learn from my mistake.
7: Yes. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And you came up with a lot of good tips there. That—that uh, that, you know, it, it's hard to encapsulate them all in one place for all situations because they're all a little different, you know. What if you were in a lake, a big lake, you know, 50 foot bottoms and you're a long way from shore right. and your stuff's going everywhere. So like Kirk was saying, those inflatables are nice to have. Yep. Yep. And I agree with you. You know, you get tired depending on the water temps and things like that, but uh, I'm glad you're safe and Thank you. uh, love hearing your exploits, brother. I'm sure there's some other kayakers lined up that want to call in and talk to you, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and as you, And the walk of shame as you went in, Hagen Ace. I'm sure you're like, I got a story for you guys. Oh, (laughs) Hagen
4: was like, all right, Pete, come in here and spend some more money. (laughs) Strike (laughs) Zone, yeah, here he comes. (laughs) He's
7: spending money. You know it. You know it. (sighs) And the second time you buy it, you can buy it even better.
4: Yep.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. have a See great you, day, guys. Hey, yeah, happy Father's, happy Father's Day. day.
1: Yep, All right, we come
4: back. Uh, Chris, you're, let's tell Top Gun and RJ that uh, we got a, a, a very special guest joining us after this break, and we're going to talk to Mr. Sam Spinks, who is the uh, lucky uh, ticket winner, the, the Nimnick lucky ticket winner of the Old School Kingfish Shootout, uh, right after this, right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Jeff Loggeman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Kevin Favor. That's me. Tournament director of the Old School Kingfish <laughs> Shootout. That's yeah. me. Mr. Paul Dozier. That's me. And, nice. and we have a very special, guest very special guest joining us via the phone line this morning. And uh, during the Old School Kingfish Shootout, Nimnik was the sponsor of the lucky ticket winner, which uh, if you took a picture of a kingfish that you caught with the beach in the background, you were entered into a drawing that on the uh, the day after the tournament was completed for the awards banquet, if your name was drawn out of the hat and you were there, you were going to win $10,000. Mm-hmm. And we have the winner himself, Mr. Sam Spinks, joining us this morning. Good morning, Sam.
9: Hey, good morning, you guys. Thanks for having me this morning. Good morning,
4: Sam. Congratulations.
9: Man, thank you so much,
4: man. Thank you. And then got and gotta say this: that uh, Sam is a listener of the Outdoor Show.
9: Oh, hey, awesome. awesome.
4: Okay, Sam, good. how many years have you been listening?
9: I'd, I'd say at least ten. Probably started when I was probably about fifteen.
8: <laughs> there you yeah, go, brother. That's that's we cool stuff. That. Yeah, we knew he was a good guy. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
4: Yeah, yeah. I gotta love that. So, uh, so you're 25 years old now. Yep.
9: 25. Okay.
4: And, uh, and you enter the tournament. Uh, tell, us, tell us about your team. Tell us about your boat, uh, your kingfishing tournament experience, and what your expectations
9: were. Right. Okay. So it's just my team is just consistent, just me and my fiance. We've been together 10 years, so we fish pretty good together. She's a heck of a fisherwoman herself, so we, we, we do this thing just us two. We done, I guess this will be our third year now and uh we all we usually just we enjoy doing it just us two and um you know we we uh just do it is to have some fun and i tell you we sure we we, we only fish these beast tournaments we sure enjoy these ones it makes us really feel like we, we you know uh small guys have a chance i just have a 20 foot center console with an old two-stroke 150 <clears throat> but we just fish the beast tournaments, and, and that's it and uh no not, no no high expectations just having a great time you know and can't believe we got that Nimnik lucky ticket
2: <laughs> well
4: and uh, uh your uh, your girlfriend slash yep. fiance is Miss Ashley robbins correct yes sir yep and uh does how does she do as a first mate she she's pretty good running the baits and rigs i mean you say she's a pretty good fisherwoman she it, does she handle everything and you run the boat
9: yeah well she puts up for with me for one so that's that's pretty good in <laughs>
4: yeah
3: you're a smart man <laughs> Sam. Yep, yep, yep. 10 years you you're you you're, you're learning well you brother. have wisdom beyond your years <laughs> she, she's listening <laughs> we can tell right she must be a saint
9: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yep. Yeah, but uh no she's great man I, a lot of times i'll have her driving and i'll set the lines and everything you know and she'll 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 drive and then uh she can reel. She'll, she'll reel. Gaff. You know. She she does it all, and she's you know she's good enough where we really can do it just us two. And so you know it's it's she's pretty good first mate for sure.
4: Okay. So uh, how long has uh, have you and Mish Ashley been together
3: as as boyfriend girlfriend? He said ten We've years.
9: Ten years.
4: Okay. Ten yep. years.
3: Yeah. Now did you hear that? Okay. So he's been listening to the outdoor no, show no, no, for ten years. Yeah. Ten years. Yep. Been it's, with her 10, ten years. Did you guys meet listening to the outdoor show?
9: We did. We did. No. Knows what
4: it is. <laughs>
3: right answer. That was a her, good answer.
9: Her, dad, her dad's the one who put showed it to me, is what it is, really. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I work with him on Saturday mornings and uh, you know, we'd always have that on the radio the Walt Radio while we're working, you know?
4: Well but, so so okay, so ten years you've been yep. with Ashley. How long ago did you get engaged?
9: Um, two years. So we got engaged over in uh, Horseshoe Beach, just south of Steinhatchee.
1: Oh yeah, cool.
9: Uh, yeah, really cool over there. And um, tw- it was December 2019. So or was it 2020? Two years ago, not not last Christmas, the Christmas before last.
1: Right, right.
4: Okay. So that's awesome, and, and did you get a lot of grief from her dad, who you worked with on Saturdays, about hey, uh, Sam, uh, it's been eight years. Uh, don't you think it's time? Yeah, step up to the plate, Sam. Yeah, yeah,
9: uh. yeah, yeah. I can. See everybody was was wondering, man. It's about time. Yep, yeah. definitely. A little flack. Yep. Well,
4: c- congratulations! Uh, you guys got engaged, and so when's the wedding?
9: It's today, actually. Yeah, did we, we today <laughs> at
1: three thirty. Good <laughs> gosh! Why, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! What time?
9: Today at three thirty. The reception's at the Marlin Club at five thirty.
2: Wow. Oh, the Marlin Club!
9: All right, Club. we'll be there.
2: Yeah. Wow. Are you nervous?
9: That would be. I'd be. I'd be lying if I said no.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I remember. I was
0: nervous. So, so you had a low tide early this morning. Did you? Did you get out just for a couple hours, just to calm the nerves?
9: You kidding me? It's, oh, I, it's debatable. The boat is on the water right now, it's yep. top, and it's debatable. I don't. I, I don't think I. I probably would get in trouble for that. But yeah, it's, it's debatable.
2: Well, hey, uh, where are you guys going on the honeymoon?
9: We well, we hadn't got it planned yet, but I I think we want to do, we want to do Costa Rica. We want to go marlin fishing in
1: oh. Costa Rica. Ooh, so so wait a wish. minute. So
4: um, from what I understand, you guys didn't you don't didn't have a honeymoon plan because you're like, look, we we got but things are tight, things are tight. Exactly. We got more important things to do with our money, so you didn't have a, a honeymoon planned.
9: Yep, we had so much on us getting this wedding planned and everything. You know, we just said let's focus on that. And then we'll just plan it. You know, we definitely want to do one and do one quick. We were planning on that. But, yeah, we just said let's handle one thing at a time. it's all we could do. <laughs> all
0: right. So uh, well, well, you didn't know you were going to have an additional cash.
4: Yeah, so, yeah. So how yeah. how big was the kingfish that you caught that you sent in to to be it, entered into the Nimnick lucky ticket uh, drawing?
9: It was 16.79 pounds. That's just a good fish. Well, yeah. That's
4: wow. a good fish. Yeah.
9: But, it, uh, it was. So we were, we were happy and high-fiving to have it, you know?
4: And uh, what did it hit a uh, pogey, downrigger, what bait?
9: Yep. What time? I, it hit it actually hit a pogey uh, about eleven thirty. Um and, and and we were down there, we we ran down to Matanzas, we were fishing Matanzas, and um but hit a pogey on the surface at about eleven thirty and um, that's the only kingfish we got that day. <laughs> that's wow. the only one you needed.
4: Well that's awesome. So you you take a picture of it, you send it in, now you're you're entered into the Nimnik Lucky ticket. A drawing which is going to happen the next day which is the day after the tournament down at the St. Augustine Fish and Oyster House which is where the awards banquet and the drawing is going to happen and the rule is is that you know, you've got to be there to win it <clears throat> Dr. Carrasco and you, know, you got to be there to win it on Sunday and so uh you and and your fiance Ashley you guys roll on down there and so t- take me through uh Sunday Sunday when you found out.
9: Yeah, so we, you know, we had stayed down there at uh, the St. Augustine KOA. So we put the boat in the trailer that morning and everything. And, of course, we're pretty tired and debating if we're going to go down there to the award show or not. And I actually remember you guys talking about that doctor that missed that. <laughs> missed his,
1: oh, my gosh, one. that's
4: <laughs> funny. Are you be kidding me?
9: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I did. I said, man, I'll never live with myself. I said, I can't let that happen. <laughs> so we just, wait we, went we, we only
0: want 10 <laughs> <laughs> so <Uncle> percent
9: Sam, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sam I,
8: I have to tell you the uh, you know the Numnicks were so grateful for this and the the thing but you guys reaction the pure joy and elation that was so real and and so awesome it was you know, I, I've been putting on fishing tournaments. That was probably the coolest moment, in, 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 uh, and in, and and I have the, to agree
0: because I was in I was 10 or 12 very, y- very close. Years, yep.
8: it, it was just to hear, to hear her scream. I yeah. Was like, oh yeah! I think we got a winner. <laughs> was <laughs> uh,
0: she was way back in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah. yeah, she was back in the parking lot. You <laughs> yeah. can hear the yeah. scream. Yeah, There's oh yeah. Where, where, where was Sam?
8: Sam was Oof. I don't know. He was hiding. I think I don't know. But he, uh, there was a <laughs> big crowd, and there was a big crowd out in the parking lot just waiting on this. This lucky ticket drawing, and I asked if there's anybody named Sam here, and nobody said anything. And then I, I thought,
9: I thought, oh man, I got my trailer parked in a bad spot. <laughs> 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 so you thought
0: you thought he's getting ready to be called, out. called yeah. out for yeah. something wrong. Yeah, the cops are at your car, Sam. So so yeah.
4: Sam, let let's go to you, okay? So you you hear your name, Sam, or says any, you know, Paul yeah. says, hey, is anybody here by the name of Sam? So where were you at, and what were you thinking, and how did it go down?
9: Yeah, we were out back, some of uh, Ashley's cousins were fishing the tournament, so we were just out back, just all hanging out out there, and, and I, I, I heard him say, we're getting ready to call that lucky ticket, you know, I was paying attention, and I, I heard him say, is there anybody here named Sam? And, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking, no way, you know, that's what I was, like, is it my trailer? It just ain't no way. And then it didn't hit me till he started calling out the 355, and I'm like, yeah, that's it, that's us.
8: That was your boat number? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and then he probably thought we were going to say, okay, you win a uh, (laughs) pre-made kingfish rig. (laughs) Congratulations.
0: Yes, yep, yep. So,
4: uh, Paul, was in years past, you've had to go through more than one name to get a winner because they've got to be there to win it. Was this the first name?
8: This was the first name, and last year we had the first, first name day, as yep. well. People yeah. are learning. Yeah, yep. well, yep. the first year we did the awards on the night of the tournament, right? which was a mistake. Uh, we, we learned, you know, it about killed me and my wife, and and about half the people didn't make it down there because right. they've been fishing all day, and they're exhausted, tired. and everybody's <laughs> tired. Yeah, so. Yeah. so we moved it to the next day, which it makes it easier on all of us, so – you know, it, it worked out. I think there was a heck of a crowd there, there, were, you know? there.
0: Yeah, well, you can figure there was 250 people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's yeah. how many.
4: Well, well, Sam, congratulations yeah, to you and Ashley. And uh, and I hope you have a, a fantastic day on yeah. your wedding day.
3: Yes. Happy wedding day. Man. And also
4: hope that you have a phenomenal trip to Costa Rica. And courtesy of the Nimnicks, right? right? I mean, the Nimnick right. family has been in business for, for a long period of time, and I know, Paul, that uh, you're proud to have them as, as a sponsor because of stories like this. This yeah. is awesome.
8: It, it, yeah. it really is, and they, they're so good to us and, and, and our family, and we're, we, we are blessed to have great sponsors. All of our sponsors are great, but the them, uh, we've, we've been doing Kubotas, and and uh, Mr. Futch sold the dealership, and, and we didn't have a lucky ticket prize. So I uh, recently went and had lunch with Billy, and he stepped up, and, you know, it's important to the NMNICs, and they're so good for this community, and they do so much for the community. But uh, Sam Sam, and I both appreciate them a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and very nice. So def- Sam, enjoy your day, buddy. Yeah, buddy, and, enjoy uh, your day. Hey, Alex, God bless you and
3: Ashley, man. God okay. bless you guys.
9: <laughs> Thank, thank you guys so much. Thanks, Paul, for putting on the great tournament, and uh, thank, I appreciate Nim Nick for you know doing that lucky ticket John, And thank you guys for having me on this morning.
8: An excellent planning, not scheduling that wedding the second Saturday of June, but the third <laughs> yeah, Saturday. Agreed. Right, right. Second Saturday Four. of June is off limits for weddings for fishermen around here. Okay. <laughs> hey,
2: enjoy your day, Bye. man.
8: Thanks, buddy.
9: All right. Thanks, guys. See yeah, you. Yeah, but
0: see ya great story oh it's a great story man Great story. I, 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 what incredible. a great kid I, i'll tell you him. because whenever i got home uh carrie didn't go with me I, I i went right in i said i gotta tell you this story yeah you know and she's like that is so cool you know so 10
4: years he's been listening to the show with yep. with his future father-in-law yep. and uh cool stuff and and what's cooler is that he's he said that he remembers the story about the doctor. Yes, who had his name drawn, and he <laughs> yeah. said, "I'm he's not going like like to be that guy." To me. Yeah, I do not want to be known as Sam oh, Spinks.
1: He wasn't awesome. there. <laughs> Poor
4: doctor? We're kind of we're kind of dating ourselves a little bit here. I mean, here we Sam's getting married. He's been listening to us for ten years, and uh, and he's got a wedding today, and and uh, the story behind that, where he's been listening to us for that long, and he remembers that story. Yeah. And then earlier this week, I'm having a young man help me at Hagen who had an autographed football picture taken with a with ball that I had signed when he was about five years old. And here he yeah. is helping me out now. Well, very cool. At out. Coastal Outfitters helped me out to replace my fishing rods.
2: Yeah, very cool. We've
4: been around a long time, boys. We boys. Voice. It's awesome. Yeah, that's right. And I can tell you, moments <laughs> like we just had yeah. make Fishing this show awesome. I, I totally agree with you.
3: Awesome. There were Absolutely. no boats back then. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, there was a Winston Cup series, at least we that's know that. Right.
3: <laughs> Somebody got a smoke for me? <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We're going to have a uh, Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Mick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the cat rental store has the most dependable fleet in the industry and one of the youngest. And they have everything you can imagine for doing every job. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. The long-range forecast for the next two weeks, folks, if you haven't seen it, the heat indexes are going to be 105 and up. It's going to be extremely hot here in the next uh, two weeks. It's still June, man. I know. I know. I mean... And one of the things that you've got to be careful, and we posted the the thing up uh, from uh, uh, Jimmy, is that uh, the difference between uh, heat stroke and heat exhaustion... Right. One of the ways that you prevent that is by staying hydrated and making sure that you take care of your body and and your electrolytes. And, Kirk, you found something that you really like and you depend on.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know what, Jimmy... Said, I guess, two weekends ago to us and gave us the chart and everything, Jimmy Knight, uh, former uh, EMT for uh, St. John's County, or, or JFRD, excuse me, is the trying to stay hydrated. And when you're you're in that heat and the humidity that we have around here, water's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to replenish the electrolytes back in your system quick enough. This week was a perfect example. We had two or three days this week, it was hot. Tuesday and Wednesday. That ocean laid down and it got slick calm. It yep. was freaking hot out there. <laughs> I mean, hot. And you can't you can't wait till you're behind a curve, like Jimmy said, to hydrate yourself. So my son, who is a, a, a runner and runs every day, and Kyle runs long distances, he found this stuff called Liquid IV, and it's a hydration multiplier. And it's got three times the normal electrolytes that you get in a lot of the sports drinks and i was really skeptical at first he gave it to me when we were in boca grand and said dad i'm gonna give you a couple of packs of these try them and i told him i was drinking the electrolyte that i got from from chip wingo who turned me on to it a couple of years ago i order it by the case and keep two bottles of it in the boat and try to drink one or two bottles every day when i'm out and i thought well i'll try this crap and basically you take this hydration multiplier it comes in little packets. And it's in powder form and you drink you drop it into a 16 ounce bottle of water We I mean, got different flavors lemon lime watermelon whatever what do you like i like the lemon lime um i'm like that too here's this
4: crazy thing you know i've drank enough gatorade to fill up a silo
2: yeah i bet i still like
4: lemon lime gatorade yeah,
0: yeah the, 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 the original, original one. one yeah I, yep, yep. I,
2: I agree this actually tastes like lemonade and i You know, the electrolyte. one thing about drinking that Pedialyte-style formula, it's real thick. It's syrup. It's like cough syrup, and I hate it. And and the only way I can drink it, I've got to shove it in the bottom of the ice and get it ice cold, and then I just gulp it. I'll drink a half a bottle, put it down, get it cold again, and then finish it. But that's the only way I can stomach it it because it's a little bit rich. This stuff, it's not like that. I was really surprised. It's got a great taste. It's got a lot of essential vitamins. It works two to five. Where do you get it at? Um, I ordered online. Okay, so you can get a a little bag of sixteen packs. I think it was twenty two dollars plus shipping, whatever that was. Yep. And I just get it sent to the house via Amazon. And, and yep. I know
0: I know you weren't here uh, when when Minyard was here. <laughs> I had brought in, and I don't know if you've if you've drank this yet. Is is body armor? Yep. And and it's it's it's, it's it's fantastic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So just you know, throw that in. Couple there options. So, hey, yep.
3: Kirk. So so this uh, this stuff that you got right, it, it comes in like a powder form. Right, right. Is it better than Tang? Oh yeah, because that's what astronauts drink. Absolutely, <laughs> it's Tang. Yeah. Tang's pretty good. Huh? Yeah, that's got yeah. vitamins and minerals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that's better your ring Tang.
4: power cat tip of the week. And, and uh, sugar. <laughs> Try the uh, liquid IV hydration cool. multiplier. All right, uh, Top Gun hung on forever. We got Top Gun, R.J. Lester. We're gonna we're gonna work through them all right here, real quick. Uh, good morning, Top Gun.
10: I feel the for speed. What's going on, boys?
4: Morning, morning.
10: Woo-hoo. How you doing?
4: Fantastic.
10: Yeah, I'm in a real dilemma because uh, I was thinking about going to see the Top Gun movie uh, on Cat Day. Next week, which is uh, I call it Cat Day, that's cheap ass Tuesday. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't, but I don't know if I should see that one or the third one, because while I was on hold, the third one came out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That was yeah. kind of a long hold. <laughs>
10: really, you're
2: thirty. You're thirty nine minutes. You're a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> what else you yeah. got to do, Top Gun?
10: Hey, hey, um. You know, you boys, I know you had the fish in the tourney last weekend, but you missed it because Chef Gordon was on <laughs>
1: yes. as a guest. Uh huh.
10: And his recipe tip was meatloaf. Right. With uh, venison and hamburger. Uh huh. No,
4: no, just straight well, venison.
10: Oh, was it straight venison? I yes, thought you had some hamburger in
4: no, it. No, 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 no. Gordon is not okay. going to ruin a meatloaf.
10: Okay, well, anyway, he was telling how to cook it and how to prepare it. It got downright nasty. (laughs)
1: Good gosh. Gordon's (laughs) struggling a little bit now.
10: Lagerman was the ringleader.
1: No. Come on. I'm
10: I'm sitting here going, what the
4: what? Hey, look, Gordon had a hard time talking about his meat.
3: Uh, he did. Yeah. Was he, he did. Was he
2: speaking in tongues? It was oh, definitely hard. He
4: started talking
3: you
2: about
4: – You didn't hear it, Kurt?
3: No. Uh,
2: uh, I didn't hear it. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you, it Jordan was the greatest struggled. cooking ever. Yeah, yeah, he did.
3: <laughs> he did. Uh, Bless him. Bless so him. So
10: what I, I was thinking is when he does the cookbook <laughs> and he if he puts that recipe in it and does it exactly like y'all explained it, he should call it sexy meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That would be a good idea.
10: <laughs> and, Lars, that was a great story about the kayak. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. But the best part of the story was that for that incident, that was the perfect fish for you to hook because after you hooked it, you had to flounder around for 45 minutes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you're just on a roll today, Top Gun. Well,
10: well, right okay. out of the gate. He had yeah.
4: plenty of time yeah, to write. 39
2: yeah. minutes to think about <laughs> it. Yeah, That's right.
10: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, the three wise men took off across the desert to see the newborn child. And um, one of them was real tall, about six foot two or three. And when they got to the stable and walked in, the tall one hit his head on the beam. Going across the top of the door of the stable. I and with that. Star- blood started coming out. He reached up and grabbed his head and he said, Jesus Christ! And Joseph looked at Mary and he said, Did you hear that? Write that down. That's way better than clowns.
4: Oh,
2: Jesus,
4: Oh, jeez.
2: Top gun.
4: gracious. Oh, boy. Careful, Top Gun. Careful. Yeah, we're, we're all going to hell. Careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. And I believe we're going to Houston, Chris. I do believe. Yeah, we are, we are, we are going long distance. One of one of our favorite producers ever mm-hmm. here at 1010XL, uh, Mr. RJ, who had uh, done the golf guys after this show for many years and who would love to come in and eat some of our fine cooking that sure. we always have sure. in here yep. the outdoor show, is calling in. Good morning, RJ.
11: Guys, how are you, man? I had to call you guys on, the, on this uh, day before Father's Day to wish you guys a happy Father's Day. Man, uh, thank, thank you, buddy. You, RJ. Thank you, bud. Absolutely. And also had to thank Jeff for uh, doing what he did and come, coming on the show here in Houston. Uh, definitely had to thank him for that. I know I, I thanked him a million times when he came on, but I had to thank him again on air. So thanks, Jeff, for doing that.
4: Any him. Anytime you need anything, RJ, you know to call me.
11: Absolutely. So I had two quick questions for you guys. Um and they're both they're both really quick. But number one, I wanted to know if you guys, if at all, had any great fishing and hunting stories that you guys have with your fathers, um, you know, as we honor Father's Day. And then also, as you guys know, I wanna I wanna get into fishing. Sitting like under you guys and listening to the show, like I want to get into fishing. So Do you guys have any tips for a first timer, novice who wants to get into fishing? Like, what tips would you have?
4: And you're you're in uh, Houston now, right? Yeah,
11: yeah. Okay. Uh,
4: When I was a kid growing up, and I don't know about you guys, Mm -hmm. but uh, we didn't. I didn't have saltwater fishing. It was it was freshwater. So kind of like where you're at, RJ. Now you're you're going to be fishing Mm -hmm. Galveston Bay. Yeah, I mean you're not far from saltwater, but you, you got freshwater. One of the first things I ever did. Was join the BASS Association, the Bass Angler Sportsman Society. Got the hat. Got the hat. <laughs> got the magazine. <laughs> got the um, sticker. Got the stickers, sticker. absolutely. Got a free pack of worms, mm-hmm. I think it was. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And And uh, so by, by joining some kind of a club or getting a membership mm-hmm. in some type of club is uh, – I think is is very valuable because it can give you more information because information is king with anything, especially when it comes to knowledge about fishing. So, I mean, that's one of the first steps that I would take if I were you is to try to join a publication or a membership or a magazine or something. And then the other thing, uh, when I came to Jacksonville, RJ, one of the first things that I did to get get a, a taste of it was I chartered a guide. And I'll never forget. It was Captain Larry Minyard was the first guy that I ever fished salt water with down Absolutely. here. And Captain Puddin and I and and uh, Edzo, my buddy Edzo, we went out on a day, and I don't couldn't tell you what kind of fish we caught. All I know is that the rod was bending, and we were having a great time. And that just lit me up. And when yeah. I got lit up, I said, "I need to, I need to find out." how I can do this more. Mm-hmm. So that's another uh, first step to take.
8: Yeah, I think I think hiring a guide is an absolute, and, and, you know, we have a couple guides here that definitely agree with us, but, you know, the learning curve fishing, especially these days, is pretty steep, you know, and, and to have a, somebody take you fishing and show you the ins and outs of it, you don't necessarily want to steal their spots, but at least you know the proper rigging and techniques to use, which will, Expedite your success rate tenfold. Yeah, if you're if
4: you're not having success, it's not fun. No, I'm not saying that you have to no, you know it, no, it, dominate it, every day. It,
0: but just just real quick story. Um, on on um, Thursday, had a ring power trip, and the, the gentleman they brought his name is Daryl. Daryl's retired now, and he's like he's like Kevin. He goes, I'm struggling with the insure. He goes, I, I I'm I'm trying to learn it. And I've been out 10 times and he said, I've yet to catch a redfish in 10 times, you know, and, and then I'm, you know, so there's so many questions. What tides are you fishing? What are you doing? Right. You know, what, what rigs are you using? You know, on and on and on and on mm-hmm. to try to help him out. But if he went out with Kirk for four hours or with me for four hours or Chip Wingo or Leon or Scott, whomever, to, have learned know, all that. to,
4: to learn all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And in the end, you save yourself a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
11: So that's what, that's and, what and, I would do. That, that
4: answer your question, RJ?
11: Absolutely, guys, yeah. I mean, like like I said, I mean, sitting in under you guys for you know, like all those years, and actually, I mean, you know, talk about everything just like coming together. I mean, the first show that I did was actually the um the fishing forecast with uh, Kevin Kevin. So, absolutely yes. uh, just to, yeah, just to be able like to hear you guys, and you know, I always listen to the show every Saturday. And just had to call in, wish you guys a happy Father's Day, and you know, get these great tips from you guys. You know, love you guys, miss you guys, happy Father's Day to you guys, and man, uh, hope to be uh, back in Jacksonville back soon, man, and just be able to you know hang out with you guys again. That'd be awesome. good, RJ.
4: Thank you, RJ. All
11: right, bye guys. Yep. Good
0: yeah. Good luck one, out there. One of the best. One of the best. Absolutely. And, and just just the the other question that he asked about, about our fathers. We're gonna fathers? T- we're gonna okay. take a commercial okay. break, yeah. and
4: we're gonna get to that. And we got to do a. Uh, Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week yep. right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <music> Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, and uh, folks, if you need a kayak, Manhagen Coastal Outfitters is the place to go. And they've got all kinds. They've got the full line of Hobie. They got Crescent. They got Old Towns, like I have. And uh, and they got a great uh, group of a collection of folks that can help you learn the ins and outs and the positives and the negatives of each kayak. They've got this one Hobie in there that I want to say it's a, it's a pedal drive and it's kind of a little board thing, and it weighs only like 57 pounds. You want to talk about a little mobile mm. fishing platform that's easy to tote around? For, for those that don't want to be toting around 100, a 120-pound Is that kayak, what yours weighs? Mine's like 100 okay. without the drive. Okay. You right. know, so yeah. it's a big kayak. Yeah. It's one of the bigger kayaks. Yeah,
0: I, I get it. It's but good. now the
4: Hobie, some of the fishermen that they have. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I would have thought like, that
0: it weighed more than that.
4: That's what you would think. Yeah. Right? Some of the Hobies are more than that, okay. uh, like one twenty, one forty, which is their pro-fisherman things, I think, they get pretty big. But anyway, you can uh, see all the different options mm. there at uh, Hagen Coast Outfitters. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Archie because he's got a father-son, father-son story here on Father's Day weekend. Good morning, Archie.
12: Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good, good. 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 I would have to say, without a doubt, my dad was my hero. Uh, he passed away back in 1980, but uh, – Anything to do with fishing, hunting, getting as far away from the city as you can was daddy's goal in life. <laughs> and uh, we had some great times. I, I remember he shot his first Florida deer, and I was uh, trailing behind. My brother had the uh, 410 at the time. He had grown up to be uh, able to use the 410. Daddy had the 12 gauge, and I had the Daisy BB gun. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. But
12: but we're standing along a uh, a fire line and the deer breaks through out of the palmettos, and daddy pops him and kind of spun him around and he rolled over a fence and we took off running. We had a little beagle hunting dog that was used to hunting rabbits and he thought he'd found the biggest rabbit in the world and he ran that deer down to the swamp. We got him and that was just really cool. We took it out. <clears throat> we got a big, big uh, tree and Strapped him on there and took him out just like we were in a in a <laughs> African safari. It was a pretty cool thing for us. Yeah, I was probably eight or ten years old.
4: That's good. That's great a good memory. yeah. Great memories.
12: Thank you, Archie. Definitely.
4: A great yeah, story. Man.
12: Okay. Remember dads on Father's Day. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. Dad, uh, see you. Thank
4: you, Archie. Let's go to Lester. Squeeze him in here before we got to take a break. Good morning, Lester. You great American you.
13: Okay. okay. We're going to travel.
2: Hey Lester, pay hey, attention, what's Lester. Happening? Ah, We're not, we don't want to interrupt yeah. you. Or anything? We're
13: not He's bothering you. He's having a you, press
1: conference. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt.
13: <laughs> I was. Uh, I'm having breakfast with the plane. I just. Uh, it was, I was talking to him. I didn't know my mic was live. I'm sorry. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, I uh, tournament was great, Paul.
8: Thank you very much, Lester. I, I appreciate time, you. Man. I appreciate I, uh, you uh, participating.
13: Yeah, man. I was I was a little impatient before daylight trying to ask so, us uh, see where what the dang let,
0: let me uh let me let, let me look y'all keep talking <laughs> How let many me look Texas at my phone here. See, what happened? Uh, dude, I'm still in bed. <laughs> what? I, I am in bed. Unless it's you're texting you? thirty. Four yeah. Yeah,
4: thirty.
0: Yeah, and I'm like I'm like, first off, you can't catch bait until Five, five.
2: All right. That's right. Second off,
0: you woke my ass up. All right. I mean, I mean, like, what are you doing? It's four thirty in the morning. Yeah,
8: the gentleman, the gentleman, sleep at five thirty or six. And <laughs> yeah. he's out there. <laughs> that's that's what I'm them. saying. I mean, James met me at five
0: thirty. You know, and then it's like, holy! <laughs> hey, it's, I, it's, I didn't know. I didn't know Kevin. What you know?
13: That was probably twenty five thirty boats with me at that time. You know, waiting on five o'clock. And uh, you know, first year I called him. You know, as soon as you made it legal. Uh, and uh, you know, see a few flips, you know, at five in the morning. But uh, this this year, this year it wasn't like that. Four, 30, the four thirty, not here. even awake yet. Right,
0: four thirty. I just came through the north cut. Which should I go here or the captain's house? Four thirty in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> Lester, Lester
8: yeah, what that are was you, me. Yeah. You say you saw a couple flips at four thirty in the morning. Do you have night vision I, goggles? Yeah, oh, no, or, oh, or, no, or,
13: you can. You can see. You can see good uh, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you
4: know, Lester, he's, uh, he's been known to carry a lighted instrument.
13: <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, really. Never know but who's I, listening. Oh, <laughs> you know, man. With, with that tide, uh, you know, I, I decided not to stay at the captain's house and we were going to try and catch a few pogey at five and go ahead and, you know, uh, the tide wasn't going to be much, but I wanted to try and get on that rip at Matanzas and, uh, I went down there. I told Kevin I, we trolled a, a mullet long, and uh, and two ribbons and a pogie uh, down, and that uh, never got a strike. And then came to the captain's house and waited it out. But man, what a a, a day that you didn't sweat to death, man! Just that's right. Awesome, uh, awesome, yeah. beautiful fishing, weather. Man. Yeah, it it it, tur- it turned out
0: to be just. Uh, I know Paul's man. disagreeing with us because he got hammered by storms at the weigh-in, but.
13: Yeah, it's becoming uh, yeah. an annual tradition. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, really. It was. Uh, it was still a great turn, and the water, you know, just like Jeff had been. I mean, uh, Kevin, Kurt had been talking was just kingfish green. I mean, you know, 111 pound wahoo caught, you know, within the side of the beach. The, you know, the week of, before the tournament, it, it, it's just just
0: excellent. I, I can tell you this, Lester. This week was as pretty as I've ever seen it. Four miles off the beach. It's it's un, it's stunning. It's
13: beautiful. It's, it's when I saw I was staying to you and Kurt. When I saw that, uh, you know, that wind getting more east, you know, and just I mean, I'm like, how clear is the water going to get? Yep. All you right, know, when it when it blew, we got uh, we got say, we got to roll. All right. Well, uh, great tournament, guys. Good talking to y'all, and uh, we'll see you, man. Yep. Thank you, Lester. Thanks, Lester. All right, see ya.
4: brother. See you. All right. Uh, one more segment. We're two, two more segments to go. Segments, We're yeah. gonna give our uh, Father's Day weekend stories. Yes. Of, uh, yep. Some some original stories with our dads. Right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
13: That's great, Bob.
1: <laughs> 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 Welcome
4: back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Shows. And don't forget, at the uh, Nimnik family of dealerships, you always get a best price guarantee, which means that Nimnik will meet or beat any written offer that you bring to them. And I can tell you this uh, they've been in, car, in the car business for an incredibly long time. And when you're around that long, there's a reason why. And if you haven't experienced the Nimnik difference, you need to go by 1550 Cassett Avenue to the Chevrolet dealerships, or go to Phillips Highway just south of the Avenue's Mall and experience the Buick and GMC dealership. Back here on the Nimnick Outdoor Show, this is Father's Day weekend, and we all have great memories with, with our dads mm-hmm. And uh, this Father's Day weekend. And some of the early memories that I have from a fishing standpoint is that my dad, who's sitting right here behind me, he was not a fisherman. Right. And he was a golfer. But the but the thing that I appreciate the most. I'm
0: glad you took up fishing and not golf because I've seen you play golf. Yeah,
4: yeah, it would be.
0: uh, Oh no, it's 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 a big slice. It's
4: fun. (laughs) Yeah, just don't know what zip code it's going to.
0: But I I I
13: remember
4: as a kid growing up that I was into fishing. Mm -hmm. Um, My best friend Edzo Eddie, Mm -hmm. who lived right across the street, he was into fishing, and uh, Eddie's dad was a fisherman. But the one thing that dad always did is dad always made sure that he made the time to take us fishing. Mm-hmm. He didn't fish, but he would take you to where you could go fish. And we wore out the ponds. You know, the ponds that was uh, back up behind our high school, back on this dead-end road. There was a pond across Route 28 from a Holiday Inn that we would go to. He would take us sometimes to Lovettsville. We had a cousin that had a farm out there, and he would take us there. to we, we could go to the pond. And so appreciate that from that standpoint of uh, of always wanting to do things as a kid, and he made that possible mm-hmm. and supported that. was that's awesome.
0: Now, so, I, I mean, literally, I think I could write a book on growing up fishing and hunting with Dad because that's what we did. You know, we had a hog farm. We had the guana. But just a couple specific memories. Um, Archie, what's – talking about the Daisy BB guns, is on, on Thanksgiving, um, we always, family tradition, on, on the farm, we had a dove shoot. And it was the entire family. I mean, uh, the, 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 the women would, would cook, and, and we'd go dove hunt. And I was dad's bird boy, you know, with the Daisy BB gun. Mm-hmm. So if there was ever one that was wounded, it was my job to put it out of its misery. And, and, you know, and I would always stop at five yards and, Missed six or seven times, but it was, it was part of the tradition, you mm-hmm. know? And, and I'll just, I'll never forget um, sitting there, and, and I always wanted to see birds before Dad did. I thought that made me a hunter, you know? And that was, those were, those were great memories. But the, my, my fishing memory with my dad, and he still, to this day, he talks about this. Um, my Uncle Flavin owned Palm Valley Fish Camp. And he had old boats there that you could rent, and you know shrimp, and it was just a oh, it was just a shack. And Dad and I, when I was oh gosh six, seven, eight years old, we would go down there and rent a boat, and we could At o- seven eight years old. Yeah, you would rent a boat. No, Dad. Dad. And I, okay, Dad I was not. gonna
4: say I was like, you should take a boat by yourself. No,
0: no, 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 no. Dad, <laughs> here's, here's the, my credit so, card. So yeah. I, I can remember because Dad's favorite place to fish, and you guys have all fished there's fifteen. Yeah, um, and it took us forever to get there. You know, I mean, it was it, it. And and literally, you looked at Pine Island, and you're like, "God, if we could only go there." There's the Holy gonna, Land. The Holy <laughs> Land. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you yeah. know. But but it took us so long. With a, it had to be like a three and a half. You know mm-hmm. to get,
1: uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, mm-hmm. I can remember
0: sitting in front of that boat, <laughs> you know, and, and, and just excited as, as, as all get out, yeah. you know. And um, and, and and now we fly around in yeah, these, no these boats, no problem. But those memories of, of fishing with him in the intercoastal, and, and then all the times that we went wood duck hunting, squirrel hunting, dove hunting, um, the, the, the deer hunting that we did in in the guana, all you know, those are just incredible memories i had dad
4: paul
8: yeah a lot like you you know my dad uh he he liked to fish uh but he didn't like it like i did and, and he always uh you know provided for me which led me to do what i do today mm-hmm. you know? so uh we we had boats uh i think, i guess my one memory i have which we is perfect for kids is they took me out uh spanish mackerel fishing uh, and a 17-foot Boston Whaler was kind of our first boat. It had a 75 Johnson on it. And uh, I remember going out the St. Augustine Inlet, and it was a falling tide. Oh, <laughs> little boy. A little onshore it. Oh, no. And, oh. And, oh, boy. And, 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 and we were, Victory we at sea. We didn't know, man. Right. You didn't <laughs> know. You did I was like five or six years old, smaller than Bradley, and my mom and dad were looking like, Oh, what are we doing here? Maybe we need a bigger boat, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we went out there and we slaughtered the Spanish mackerel and that was it, man. Yep. That, that was, was it. That was it. Done. Man. That was, there was blood <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. And so, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, Clark spoons and, and that stuff. But you know, I'm grateful for my, my dad always, uh, had a boat more for me than him. Mm-hmm. So got me into the big boats, got me into the offshore fishing and, uh, I, I certainly liked fishing more than I liked school. So, yeah, i relate to that?
0: Dad, Dad will always tell you because he he pushed me to college. Man, he wanted me to go to college, and I went for a year. And I I'll never forget the phone call. Dad, I'm coming home. I can't take this. I got to go fishing. And 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 he was totally upset, you know. And and he's like, you know what? I mean, he'll tell me to this day. He's like, I am so glad you didn't listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you, sometimes you just got to follow your dream, man. Yeah do, yeah, what that's you, right. yeah,
4: do what you feel like you got to do. All right, Kirk, yep. uh, your Father's Day.
2: Story. Yeah, my dad was a, a railroad conductor for the uh, railroad for, for 42 years. Mm-hmm. And so their tradition with all those guys, my uncles that worked on the railroad and I had cousins and all my dad's friends, was that when they were off, we went fishing. And one of his favorite things to do was go flounder gigging. And I'll never forget, my mom was like, you can't go with this guy. Every other word's a cuss word. We don't talk like that around here. I would put soap in his mouth every day if he came <laughs> around me. And my dad goes, but he's a good fisherman. My mom goes, you can't take him. He's going, well, I'm taking him. And who was this guy? His name was uh, Charlie. And Charlie was a uh, uh, engineer for the railroad. My dad was a yard conductor, so he ran the crew for the whole mm-hmm. for the whole the whole train you know so charlie had a potty mouth he had a potty mouth bad he had a, a an affection for the f word so that's every where every other get word it, with for the f word that's where F-word. kirk gets it and so <laughs> yeah right i wonder so, where you know I came from yeah right so dad set up this gigging trip one time and so we go to the kiowa river and i'll never forget it was a perfect night it was it was no moon you get the the um We had the old pump-up, um what they call those, uh, the lanterns, the Coleman lanterns. Coleman lanterns, yeah. yeah and yeah. he would wrap the backside of the Coleman lantern with, with aluminum foil, foil. Right, so, so it, would it would shine, shine forward, forward mm-hmm. away from the side of the boat. Old-school spotlight. Yep, and we got in this little 18-foot John boat, and we run up the Kiowa River, and we each get a gaff pole. Not a gaff pole, gig. but a, g- a gig pole. And so we're pulling along, and I was in the middle. My dad was in the back. And Charlie was in the front. He was on because he he knew where we were going. Right. He would spot him. He was good at spotting him. And he had a box in the middle of the boat with two forks. So when you would gig a flounder, you drop the flounder into the box, and you pull them through the forks, Ooh. and they drop into the ice.
4: Knock the flounder off of the gig.
2: Yeah, and so here we are, pulling along. It's two o'clock in the morning. Here I am, twelve years old. Two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. I don't have to go to school tomorrow. Right. I'm up. I'm gonna be up till five o'clock. I'm in the listening morning. to Charlie talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This guy's so cool. He <laughs> he cusses like a drunk sailor, and knows every cuss word in the book. And my dad's going, Charlie, don't say that because Kirk will tell his mom and. Anyway, we're we're pulling along, and Charlie gigged a couple, and he goes, all right, Kirk, here comes one. And so one was coming along, and I stuck it, you know, and nice flounder, and I drop it in the box. And he goes, oh, here comes another one. Let your dad, Ralph, get it. Here it comes. Here it comes. And I'm like, oh, I can't stand it. Boom, and I hit another one. My dad would look at me, and he go, now, son, give me a chance. And I think the whole night, I think we got like 22 flounder. I think dad gigged too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I would not let him go by. I was like, I can't stand it, Ged. I can't stand it. <laughs> that's, that's really great good. Great story. Yeah, uh, It was yep. a great story. How I many Charlie yeah. Uh He he gigged a lot. We had okay. a lot of fun doing uh, fishing with that. And the other thing was going sheephead fishing. That's how mm-hmm. I learned how to sheephead mm-hmm. fish. And in those days, we would get out of the rocks or out, out of the boat onto the rocks of the Charleston Harbor. And we would rock, walk the rocks all day long with Calcutta cane poles. And you'd have a coffee can full of fiddlers. You'd have a burlap sack for your sheep head. And you'd have two extra hooks stuck in your hat. Mm-hmm. That's all the gear you had. And then mm-hmm. we'd have a sack lunch and a jug of water. And we would walk those rocks all day long. And you talk about fun. Yeah, what oh, a ball. I mean, what a blast, you know. What a ball five All right, memories
4: let's take a break we come back we'll uh, do a kirby co builders cooking tip of the week and update the weather and update the tides right here on the nimnick buick gmc outdoor show welcome back to the nimnick chevrolet outdoor show and uh, welcome to Moe's in St. Augustine, Mo Southwest Mo's. Grill. Great place to feed that gurgling stomach. that yeah, needs they, a little food.
0: They they brought some home wreckers to, to the um, to my seminar oh. a couple of weeks ago when it was at fish bites.
1: I'm going to take a you. Nap. You
0: guys left. just before they got there. Oh, <laughs> so anyway, it was good too.
4: The folks were happy on about, about that.
0: Yeah. Yep. Hey, I, I I know we're getting ready to do uh, a tides. In, in, in a weather uh, we've had several questions on facebook about king tides mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and and correct me if i'm wrong here but all of a sudden this this king tide has come up king tide's is a flood tide what we refer to as flood tides okay okay so where the term you know king tide you know all the, the weather channel everybody's talking about king right. tides king tides are what we refer to as flood tides flood tides okay and and a flood tide occurs for the most part, uh, you, you have a 4.5, which is your normal high tide, 4.5 feet, and then you have, a, obviously, a, a, a zero low tide. When it gets to about 5.3, 5.4 is when you have a, what we consider a flood tide. And then, obviously, once it once it gets over that, um, 6.0 or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I, I guess that's what they're referring to as king tides. I'm not sure. Yeah. But – um, if, from what I'm understanding, it, all of a sudden it's just a term that they that they new term. Uh, it's a new term, yeah. But it's it's what we refer to as a flood tide. Okay, yeah.
4: yep. And that has to be a what or higher.
0: Um, it's it, it, closer to the inlet. It's a five two five three. Up in the river, it's a five five
8: five seven. Okay. I agree yep. with him.
2: Anything a foot above normal is going to flood.
8: Right. That's right. So five five plus five, five that's plus. king tide. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Right. Well, why do those big tides seem to happen more prevalently in the fall? It seems like every year there's a northeaster, it's, and then there's it's, a,
0: it's the it's the it's the moon moon all moons moon. closer
2: to the earth. Yep. Everything's
0: moon. Yeah. But but here's here's the crazy thing, and and I'll give Rick credit uh, from Saint Augustine. Um, he talked. To, he 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 loves to fly fish on those flood tides. Mm-hmm. We're going to have eighty eight flood tides this year. That's Twice as many as any year. I mean, a lot of times it's fifteen, seventeen, not including nor'easters. You know, a typical flood tide, and we're going to have eighty-eight flood tides. Yeah, and this is here.
4: not this. This is not a global warming thing. This is a moon thing. This is a yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, a lot of people say, "Well, why do we have an eighty-eight right. tide yeah. no, flood no, tide?" No, no, yeah. Well, it's just that's just the way it's w-
0: fall. But but I, I I can tell you that. That the the flood tides that we've had, the one that we had in in November of last year, right? We've never seen anything like
2: that.
8: Yeah. coming out uh, of the bulkhead at Comanche Cove. Exactly.
2: It's coming, Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot that, of that is is relative to nor'easters that we get. If we get a strong nor'easter flow for two or three yeah, days, it's going to fly and, and But this this wasn't nor'easter. This was a literally a tide. Sorry.
4: All right, let's uh, let's go do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co. Builders industry leader, improvement provider, of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Go to com to learn more. And with them, they always remember the quality and service equals repeat business. This week's tip, uh, Captain Kirk, I don't know if there's anything better than a really good coating on a fried pork chop, a thin-cut fried pork chop. Mm. And here's the Agreed. thing. Agreed. Somebody's got to start doing a thin-cut fried pork chop. Angie's maybe. Can we yeah. get Ed to do thin yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got French fries. You could like pork and,
4: and, and do a sandwich out Oh, day.
0: my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, that could yeah. be the chicken lagerman.
2: Fried chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could no, the lagerman. It's got to be turkey.
3: Yeah.
4: You give me a, a fried, a a fried bone in pork chop. Ooh. I'm with you. I put a little bit of this Kentucky, Kentucky kernel, kernel oh, seasoned flour that Kirk likes on it. Ooh.
2: <laughs> yeah, I found this in Publix. You know, I'm always going in buying groceries a lot. And so when I went to get groceries for the house about a month ago, I saw this on the shelf and it caught my eye because, you know, you think of Colonel Sanders, Kentucky, Kentucky fried chicken. I thought this is interesting. The yeah. box caught my eye. And Give I me thought, the
4: spelling of Colonel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That,
2: that irks me. It's I gotta not, say. It's it drives not like me crazy. Colonel Sanders. Yeah. It's like a kernel of corn. Colonel of corn. Well, yeah, exactly. So anyway, I hate that. Flowers made from corn, corn meal, crushed corn. Anyway, uh, I took this home and tried it and we have gotten truly addicted to an air fryer at our house. I oh mean, yeah. We use it all the freaking time. And if folks you don't have one, get one. Buy one. Yeah. It's money. Easy cleanup, easy cooking, fast, efficient. But we tried this Kentucky kernel on our chicken and it came out really good. We did uh we did uh chicken thighs on it recently and then I took breasts. And cut those into four chunks, and we, fr- we did that with a Kentucky kernel. And then I actually took it and mixed it the other day and used it for uh, some kingfish nuggets. Nice. And it came out awesome. So it's, it's real simple. And versatile. It's got a couple different recipes on the back. One's for air frying, one's for pan frying, and one's actually for a fryer. Deep frying, yep. Deep frying. And I'm telling you, it's, well, they it's got a good product.
4: Four sets of directions, uh, deep fry, pan fry, baking, and then air fry. Yep. Which and, and, and you would have thought that Kentucky kernel, with the spelling of kernel being K-E-R-N-E-L, mm-hmm. which you would think of corn kernel, right? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. That this would be like a corn-based?
2: Cornmeal. It's flour. It's flour. It's, it's flour. Wheat, it's and I, flour. I like the spices. I don't know what they are, but there, there's a lot of flavor there. You know, there's a lot of flavor.
4: All right, uh, let's do an updated weather, an updated tides, weather forecast brought to you by... The bearded pig, the best Yum. barbecue in Jacksonville, Yum. period, bar none. Okay, just uh, keep an eye on the radar, folks. Yeah. Uh, it literally has just crept down from the north, and uh, we're going to have some rain here for a little bit and uh, lightning. So, uh, heads up. Uh, the forecast fishing-wise, uh, the rest of today, west winds 10 to 15 knots, becoming northwest 5 to 10 late in the morning, and then east in the afternoon. Tomorrow, northeast 10 to 15 and seas three to four feet. Monday, East Winds ten to fifteen, three to four. Tuesday, East Winds five to ten, seas two to three. At your weather forecast brought to you each and every week by the Beard Pig. And a Tides forecast brought to you by Angie Subs. Hopefully the home of the thin cut fried pork chop at some point in the soon in the near future. The Lincoln Log. I, I love a fried pork chop. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, Mayport Tides. Today at 12:52 p.m. It just came out man. Is your know. high tide that's a 4.41. <laughs> Thank you
3: Chef Gordon.
4: 6:35 <laughs> p.m. would be a low tide that's a negative 0.18. Uh, tomorrow in the morning 7:27 a.m. will be a negative 0.33 low tide. That'd be the perfect combination in Angie's Sub because they got the best french fries in the world and add a thin cut fried mm-hmm. pork chop. That is so healthy.
0: Comes, oh, on a, man, come on. <laughs> comes on
1: a, comes on a six-inch
2: butter bun. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Heck yeah. Dipping My doctor just Dip it in pure mayonnaise <laughs> or right, something. Yeah. You know, extra yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: with
4: with sweet tea, sweet,
2: sweet tea oh, and fried yeah. onions. <laughs> just two hate. cups
4: per
3: gallon of tea uh,
2: comes with a double portion of French fries, Why not I just we... one,
3: yeah. and some nana pudding. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hey, right, uh, real quick before we say
4: goodbye. Paul Dozier, thank you for coming in yeah, and thanks. joining us today. And, uh, and thank you for setting up the interview with Sam Spinks. Uh, congratulations to you on a great tournament, 521 boats, which was one more than last year. And in today's uh, environment, that's a great accomplishment. Yeah. I know the fishermen are, are extremely excited about your tournament each and every year. And, and it's a great job.
8: Yeah. Well, thank you guys very much for uh, all your support and thank the fishermen for coming out. And, uh, Hopefully we did a good job, and everybody will join us next year, June the tenth.
4: Uh, so. What's your next tournament for? Yeah, anything Wahoo! Wahoo. Uh, Wahoo. North
8: Florida Wahoo Shootout will get started uh, the last Saturday of January. So, mm-hmm. um, seems like a long ways away, but the uh, the, the grind never stops. No. Lauren will be working. We're, we'll go to ICAST next month, and uh, I'll see you down there. Yep, we'll be we'll down be there, there uh, talking to sponsors and uh, having a good time.
4: Uh, who won the tournament? We, didn't, we, have, we talked about the lucky ticket winner. Uh, uh, winner the, the, term, term?
8: the tournament was won by Ryan Lindsley on the out-of-sight just north of Pont Inlet. The fish was caught on a live mullet. What did uh, 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 the fish weigh? 43.29, I believe. Yeah.
4: 43.29. That's, That's exactly
3: fish. what I said when we checked the records. Yeah, That's I was exactly say, the uh, weight I said. Is 40,
4: that what you said, Chris? 43? 30, 43? Mm-hmm.
8: Uh, point 0.9. No, you did It was 2-9, Chris. You're off. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even lie right. <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was that, uh, funny. W- real quick, I know we got to go, but the, there was a shrimp boat uh, that chased – those they were trying to run these guys over while they were fighting this fish.
1: Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah,
8: yeah, crazy stuff, crazy story. The, the whole thing was captured on a webcam, like a beach webcam, and they showed me the video of this shrimp boat. They're they're trying to dodge the shrimp boat. To, we got to get the, Ryan on yeah, next week. Yeah, tell that story. Yeah, 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 we can get him on. No all problem. Right, He's right. a great guy. Yep, yep. Thank, well, you for Thank you, guys. having me.
0: The Nipic Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors.
4: Welcome to Moe's Southwest Grill, Steen Hatchie River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Tire Outlet. Congratulations again, Danny. Kirby Co Builders Inc., Whalen Bay, Shimano, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment, Boat Cells, LV Hires Zinc. Hagen Coastal Outfitters and Hagen Ace Hardware, Coastal Equipment, Big Pen Heating and Cooling, Claude Nolan Cadillac, The Bearded Pig, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, and, of course, the Nimnick family of dealerships, Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway.
0: Happy Father's Day, guys. You too, have, brother. Have, yep. have a great happy day. And, day. And uh, everybody else out there, happy Father's Day. Remember, anything you do, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you.
4: See you. See you. And there ain't no...